so Dennis and I were walking, walking um, on the uh, walking on the floor at Comic Con, and it's crazy. It's crazy big. Name the biggest convention you've ever been, and and double it. And what like, year are we talking? It. What year are we talking? Ninety, I think it was ninety-one. Okay. Let me see. I was okay. Ninety-one. I was what seven years old? Yeah, seven years old at ninety-one. Yeah. Um, I think it was ninety-one. Don't quote me on this because like I went to public school and uh, math. But nobody said it was going to be math on his interview. But <laughs> so this turned to me and he said, "Look at the ass on that." No, <laughs> he turned to me and he said, "Yo, you know, I've been giving this some thought. We should start a a black." comic book company and mm -hmm. I turned to him like I usually do and said that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard I'm mm -hmm. in yo family what's going on what's going down what's shaking welcome to Jonathan Souls podcast this is Jonathan Souls speak with you now here on Jonathan Soul Sundays, every Sunday, every Sunday, I talk to an artist, a writer, a filmmaker, an expat, an entrepreneur, somebody who's creating the kind of world that they want to live in. So if you have any interest in these fields, any curiosity, any desire to create your own path, this is the show that you need to tune into. At the end of the interview, you'll hear their contact information where you can reach out to them purchase services, uh, get their books, their novels, their art, whatever it is. And of course, go to JonathanSoul.com and pick up my novel, Malcolm Mars, the sci-fi novel I wrote, and you can support this broadcast. All right, family, without further ado, let's get into the program. Jonathan Soul Sundays. Now, the, the trinity is complete. Not only... Then I interview the brothers over at uh, Big City Comics who brought us Brother Man. Not only did I interview the man himself, Roosevelt Pitts, represented Nia back in the day and brought us Perch, but now I have the honor and privilege of talking to Mr. Michael Davis, who was part of that iconic group Milestone. Aenea, Milestone, and Brother Man, in my mind, is that holy trinity of black comics. Uh, Mr. Davis, how you feel, brother? Well, first of all, if you interview Roosevelt Pitt and Big City Comics before me, I can no longer have this conversation. You will be here tonight. <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, look for those Photoshop pictures of you and your John Bonnet Ramsey. First of all, um, Brother Man is, is, there's no holy trinity. I mean, Milestone bows down to Brother Man. That book is, that book is royalty, right? That's beautiful, right? man. And Roosevelt's pitch, been in the game. He, he, he pretty much created the black comic game on a, on a, on a, on a real serious, let's do this as a business level, right. you know? Um, of course, at, at, at one time, each of those people have taken out hits on me, but mm. um, trip tonight is the only thing that'll do it. Yeah. But, that, but I'm I'm impressed, man. That 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 is some holy trinity shit. Uh, yeah, you know? man. I, so are you guys the the silver age or the bronze age of black comics? What would you say? The silver age or the bronze age? How about the black the, age? Oh, you know? oh yeah. Okay, that's right. That's, that's right. My fault. Hold on one second. Gotta get you back. Uh. 
mean, why do people say that? I mean, I'm I'm just looking for. Okay, I'm back. You yeah, US I hear you out there for a second. That's fine. Okay, good. Um, um, I don't really look at. And I only say that because there was a renaissance, uh, in my opinion, there was a a black comics renaissance in the 90s, which is where y'all came in. But I I feel like there was maybe an era before that I'm unfamiliar with. And I feel like we're seeing another uh, cycle now with these young folks that's coming out with comics. That's why I say those ages. Well, for me, the first serious African-American entry into comic books as something real was The Black Panther by, Kirk, by, uh, by two Jewish, two Jewish guys, uh, Kirby and uh, Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. All right. And, and, and the, the, what they did was made it possible for guys like me and Dennis Cowan to take a look and say, I want to do this. I want to draw this. Now, what a lot of people don't understand is that what they didn't understand, I didn't understand because I went to public school and really couldn't read all that well. Um, what I didn't know, I couldn't, I couldn't, he was just a black superhero to me and I assumed he was from the hood. I thought Africa was one stop after where I got off on the A train, right? <laughs> okay. um, so I didn't, I didn't see him as, I knew he was the king of, of some African company, com, com, country, but to me, that was that was just part of his secret identity because he was he was just a black superhero. Now, when Luke Cage came along, uh, and the guy that co-created that Archie Goodwin, uh, Archie passed. Archie was one of the greatest writers and possibly the greatest editor to ever edit comics. Um, mm. But I used to kid Archie about the fact that why he had to create the black man, why why black people, why we need to get paid. You know, I mean, hero, I mean, you know, why, why we need to get, why could it just be Luke Cage, hero for Wednesday? Why, why we had to get paid? And he, he, the more he tried to explain it to me, the more I would just make up something totally ridiculous until he realized I was just messing with him, mm-hmm. right? Those heroes, that, that, that was a phenomenal, I mean, come on, think about it. 1967, 66, 67, Jack Kirby and Stan Lee sit down, create the Black Panther, at the height of the civil rights movement, when the FBI, the CIA, the 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 the, the white people association of Klansmen, when everybody's after the Black Panthers, mm-hmm. and they created a character, and they, it wasn't like the Black Panthers wasn't on TV every night, mm-hmm. you know, and it wasn't like they weren't they weren't being treated fairly. Anytime you saw the Black Panther on the news. It, was, it wasn't because they were doing lunch, you know, they were giving out lunches to poor kids. It was because some, sh- some shit had happened and these black people with these, these coats were responsible. Now, so, you know, I got it. Yeah. Now, you was back there, so I can only I challenge you a little bit. Damn, man, I was like two. I was just really small. Well, okay, all right. Know? This is I the mean, thing. Well, this, this, is what I'm, this is what I'm trying to say. You really consider... Black Panther and Luke Cage, black characters. To me, that's black exploitation. To me, it's a difference. A yeah, black well, character see, is what you guys put together. You in 2000, 2000, what is this? 2000, I, I lost count. Uh, uh-huh. Like I said, I went to public school. 2017, right? In 2017, right, um, hindsight is twenty twenty. But let me tell you something. When you're five years old, six years old, and you're reading comic books, 
and you see a and you see a black superhero, you know, you're not thinking about who created it. You're thinking about somebody that looks like you. Now hindsight is twenty twenty, and I still think it it, it took balls. It took it took balls for Kirby and Lee to create a character which they clearly knew was going to get them some flack, and they got death threats, right? And 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 they they they, they still did what they did. And this is this is this is this is this is not this is when Stan Lee didn't didn't rule Marvel Comics. He was just the guy in charge. Stan could have got his ass fired, you know. Mm. I mean, so I'm not saying. I mean, a couple of weeks, a couple of years ago, uh, a young lady who I actually like, I forget her name now because uh, as is my conditioning, I always forget white girls' names when they are no longer in my way. That way I stay out of jail. Um, but really good, she's a really good writer and she, she writes this thing for Bleeding Cool. And she came out with her top 10 black superheroes. And not one superhero on her list was created. Oh, I remember her name. Uh... Grace, I think uh, Grace Ranch, whatever. I'm not even going to mention the name. Yeah. Uh, it's called White Girl. Uh, she came up with a list of the top 10 black superheroes, and that one superhero on that list was created by an African-American. Now, there is nothing wrong with it being her top 10 black superheroes, and that's cool. And she, was, and she had some pretty good reasons why they were on that list. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the reasons she had on there were because they were just straight up good characters. But it's kind of like having a having a an R and B contest, and there's there's no people you know. And Justin Bieber, top five top five R and B acts: Justin Bieber, Jay, uh, uh, Justin Timberlake, uh, the, the Backstreet Boys. Uh, uh, some other derivative group, uh, and you know, there's no people of color on that on that list. I mean, is, are they R and B? Yeah, technically, are they authentic? Yeah, not really. So I get what you're saying, man, but you gotta the time. It's 1967. Imagine creating that, creating that in 1967 at the height of the civil rights movement. Well, see, that's the whole thing. I think that's probably, now I wasn't there, you know, but I'm just guessing that that's because they try to capitalize on that dollar. Isn't that the same thing that, uh, isn't that the same thing that Netflix is doing now? Black Twitter is such a thing and the millennials are driving trends. I mean, wouldn't it make sense? Black culture, black culture is youth culture all over the world. We, 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 we think it, we think it, we create it and people take it, Mm -hmm. Right. Now, there's, there's two or three ways that we can deal with that. We can deal with it the way which, which um, Jay-Z's dealing with it. He's, 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 he's owning his shit. He is creating opportunity for his brand in the African-American marketplace. Jay-Z mm-hmm. is, 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 is following the footsteps, and, and I don't want to hear the East Coast, West Coast bullshit. <laughs> I mean, the guy that did it first and better... You know, I'm, I'm, the guy that did the first and better was was was, was PJ, Puffy, whatever, right. whatever you want, Larry, whatever his real name. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, and he really set the standard. And then you get people talking about, well, you know, Puffy sold out already. Yeah, he sold out to the tune of a billion bucks. You know, but you know, but 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 he created a model which which has yet which which is still the standard of of 
how to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and and his models, his models are not his models are not um, you know, uh, Nicky Bonds. His models are Ron Buffett. His models, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Gates. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and 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 those and those, I mean, they, that's the standard. And, mm-hmm. and you know, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with people with, with, with people there's nothing wrong from learning for the, the guy. we didn't have the opportunity to make that kind of bank right. we do now but the mm-hmm. people who control that game you know I mean Warren Buffett man I would I would eat my child if I could spend 20 minutes with Warren Buffett mm-hmm. you know you know um, because it, 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 his, uh, his his I mean come on man I mean the guy's not only is he a billionaire, he really doesn't care about wealth. He cares about um, his thing is so master. I can't pronounce that word because I want to focus. His thing is, is creating opportunities for people to follow behind him. I think he's like nine hundred years old, so he's only got like three, three or four weeks left. You know, I got you. so I got you. But, but he's but he but he he didn't start this. I want to do good things. You know, in his sixties or seventies, he started that shit when he when he started making money. Mm-hmm. You know, and now you're you you're know. similar in that sense because um, your uh, black panel mentors people and gets them into. So let's let's get into that a little bit. I, I love doing sidebars, but not only are you a national treasure, you know, just like the men that I Yo, mentioned man, before. I know her, and I'm telling you, man, you gotta get, get checked out because sidebar. That's one. That's one. Oh, you said side bars. I thought you were talking about the girl from the from the hood. You said you were doing side. Because I'm about oh, to say, man, man. you know, right. like, hey, you know that line I had that, puns. Jesus Christ. You know that line in, uh, in uh, Poison, me and the crew used to do it? Well, no, I, I, I declined because I was like, mm, nah. Mm. Hilarious. No, but, uh, but we're good, man. But, uh, you know, yeah, you like doing things. You like non sequiturs, the white people call it. Like you like non sequiturs going. No, you know what I mean. Like, we just gonna we, we we got the we got the macaroni and cheese, we got the greens, but then we got the chicken. So let's let's get into some of the the heavier stuff. Now, <clears throat> everybody uh, in my audience is familiar with Static Shock. Everybody in your audience. Yeah, everybody <laughs> in my audience. If they're not uh, in my know, audience, not, it don't matter. That's a pet peeve. That's a pet peeve of mine. If you're not in my audience, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, oh, everybody, everybody uses an iPhone? Really? 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 Everybody so, audience is familiar with static shop? You know, we always, we always yes. talking yes. in averages and curves and stuff. You understand? Everybody. Every single one. Every single one. Oh, shit, you're going to double down. Yeah, like a comedian, man. If you crash, and you crash all the way. No, man. Take the audience with you. If you're going to crash and burn, go store store, take people with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, I would agree. So my I, would, son, I, I think the static is the most famous uh-huh. African-American superhero in the, it's definitely the most famous African-American superhero created by African-Americans. Right. But it, it's one, it, but I think it's the most, it's the most famous black superhero ever. I can't, I don't know everybody, although everybody knows me. Um, but yeah, I would agree. I would agree with yeah, the audience. Okay, I, so, I agree so with you, man. Just just share with the audience briefly um, how Milestone came about. How did you get together um, uh, with uh, 
um, Cohen and uh, Dingle and McDuffie and Priest was a Priest was around there too, right? Christopher Priest. Um, or did he come later? Well, Here's a joke there. I'm gonna let that guy. I'm gonna let that one go. Okay. Um, the, the way it happened was, uh, I was, uh, I was at home being fanned by these two white girls. When okay. I realized that they were white girls, so I had to let them go. No, um, Dennis Cowan created Milestone. A lot okay. of people think Dwayne McDuffie uh, created Milestone, and Dwayne was more Milestone than anybody. I mean, okay. he was really the soul of our company. Okay, but. Of the 40 million great ideas he had, Milestone just happened not to be one of them. Um, hmm. uh, and what, what, what had happened was Dennis and I were at San Diego um, doing what we do in San Diego, looking for the, uh, the, the product. No, um, <laughs> but we were just walking the, we were walking the, uh, walking the have you been to Comic Con? Uh, no, not yet. That's a, why, do, why do black people do that? Uh, you need a twix? You need a minute? <laughs> yeah, I need mean, it. Just in case you hit me with a, with a follow-up. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> gotta be yeah, 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 hold on a second, man. Uh, you know, this is radio. People can't see you grab that twix. So you're going to have to make that real, <laughs> let me know that you're The thing about it is this. Um, if you haven't been to Comic-Con, don't ever, don't talk about Comic-Con because you don't understand Comic-Con. Because, and I'm not so, I'm talking, if you take a look at the way it's represented on TV mm-hmm. with everybody and their mothers wearing a Aquaman costume, right. bullshit. Let me tell you something. That's maybe, maybe 10% of the audience, right? Maybe. Um, but of course, you see somebody walking around dressed like, you know, a, a giant, whatever, that's what's going to make the news. But the reality of the situation is Comic-Con is about business. Mm-hmm. Comic-Con is about commerce. Comic-Con is about um, revenue. It's, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the mecca of pop culture. And, and I am blessed enough to realize that 20 years ago when I was six, say anything after that. And we still end this interview with a lawsuit. Yes. When I was six, I thought to go to Comic Con. So, um, but you know, lawsuit, you know her, she was out there with a, Sad, sad, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Uh, sad, whatever her name is. They're going to write that down for mm-hmm. you trademark it. So Comic-Con is, is about business. If you're, in, if you're in the business of entertainment, if you're in the business of media, if you do anything that, that has a inkling within the media space, you should try to make your ass get to Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. There are people that go to Comic-Con like they do Super Bowl. They don't got a ticket. They have no way of getting a ticket. They, there's no way they can get a hotel room. They just go to hang out just to, just to be part of the ambiance, mm-hmm. right? Um, because it's, 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 it's a calling if you're creative. But if you're a business professional, if you're somebody with a, 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 a media brand, there is no... There's no downside for you. If you came there and met one person, excuse me, and picked up one listener, that, that, that's, a, that's a plus. But I'm telling you, there's so much to be learned at Comic-Con. And, and, and we don't, when I say we, I say the African-American, the African-American media space still hasn't caught on. I mean, okay. um, but, but 
but you know, man, I'm 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 just smart that way. So Dennis, so Dennis and I were walking, walking um, on the uh, walking on the floor at Comic Con, and it's crazy. It's crazy big. Name the biggest convention you've ever been, and and double it. And what like, year are we it. talking? What year are we talking? Ninety, I think it was ninety-one. Okay. Let me see. I was okay. Ninety-one. I was what seven years old? Yeah, seven years old. At ninety-one. Yeah. Um, I think it was ninety-one. Don't quote me on this because like I went to public school and uh, math. But nobody said it was going to be math on his interview. But <laughs> so this turned to me and he said, "Look at the ass on that." No, <laughs> he turned to me and he said, "Yo, you know, I've been giving this some thought. We should start a a black." comic book company and mm-hmm. I turned to him like I usually do and said that's the stupidest idea I have ever heard I'm mm-hmm. in right um, <laughs> and from that from that see didn't didn't have some help because his, his lady at the time was when I say help he, he was <laughs> milestone could only have existed in that space and time if, if with with it was a perfect storm of, of, of coincidences. Mm-hmm. A couple of things. Um, first of all, remember, remember um, the shit that uh, Ice Cube, Ice T went, went 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 through for Cop Killer. Uh, yeah, definitely. And they protested yeah, and, at the radio, at the uh, and, and soccer sister, moms went to the radio soldier. station. You know, yeah. that kind of shit. And it's funny because he spent the last twenty years playing a cop. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Is yeah, that karma or what? Hilarious. I love that. I love that. I mean, think about it, man. He, he, he's advocating shooting cops. Actually, the song really didn't say that, but it gives me a distinct impression that it did. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he, he and, and but think about this, going back to my Black Panther thing. This is how my mind works. Who is the guy, who is the executive who hired Ice-T to play a cop in the first place? That's just genius. You hire the guy that everybody wants to, wants to kick out of the country because of his stance against the police. And quite frankly, if you ask me, Ice T's cop killer was the was the birth of gangster rap. Um mm. was because once because once they 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 heard that, once that shit went out and people started complaining, right? I mean, let's not let's not discount what came out of the West Coast and NWA and Chuck D and those guys, but right. but it's a whole different climate. When you t- what, what's the first thing you d- want to do if your mom says you put something down? You want to pick it up. Exactly. You know, don't look. You look. So Warner Brothers had just had just really not endeared themselves to the African American community um, by by putting ice putting those records right. It was um, the time of, of of the Malcolm X movie. Actually, Malcolm X movie hadn't come out yet, but everybody was already wearing those X hats. Remember that? Sure. Everybody had a everybody had an X hat. Um, and and on the everybody was reading one, the autobiography on the train. I remember those days too. Everybody was looking at the pictures of, 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 of Martin, I mean, of uh, Malcolm X on the front and Alex Haley on the back, and yep. pretending like they were reading. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get that. You know. Um, well, everybody. The thing about it is that, that at that time, you got to remember what came a few years before that. The, 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 the biggest black explosion in media before that, before Malcolm X, before that whole culture change, was Roots. Mm-hmm. Name something. Or, you know, actually, it was Roots, and then the Cosby Show, and then um, Spike Lee's 
you know, arrival on the scene. Um, but so Warner Brothers was already watching, you know, one of their staples. You know, they're pissing off black consumers, right? Okay. Because regardless of what you, first of all, advocating, and my mother was on the job. So, so she was a, 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 a shrink for the um, Department of Parole. Like, you know, she carried a, carried a, carried a weapon, a therapist. She carried a weapon. She, she had a, I got a badge. I'm looking at her badge now. Wow. Um, but, but she was, she was on the job and, and even, even police, black, all, black cops will tell you that there is a disparity, that there is a disconnect between the community and cops. You know, sure. why, why, why am I in my really nice house emptying the, emptying the trash at two o'clock in the morning and a cop car stops and puts me on blast with a loudspeaker. Now, because all I know is I'm gonna make my living as a thief by going to people's houses and emptying the trash. Cause that's what I was doing at two o'clock in the morning when they pretty much had me on the curb asking me all these questions about my you house. Had, you had opportunity right. and motive. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to, you know, you know the, the, the girlfriend was coming home and the wife was on her way. The, you know, my mistress was, was, was clearly, clearly on route. So I had to meet, I had to get rid of all of my, um, uh, all of the remnants of that one night stand immediately. And the cops just happened to catch me. Mm-hmm. Um, the joke, uh, listeners of, uh, the show. So at that time, when Dennis came up with that, it was a perfect storm to get something like that done. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Every five to six years, Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton or somebody institutes a boycott against the networks, mm. right? For whatever reason, they, 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 they say, hey, what, what do you got that represents us? Well, Warner Brothers had, 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 a, had, a, had a black superhero. So that, that sort of offset that for a moment. Now, the interesting thing about it is that when they ordered Static, which, by the way, at the height of Static's popularity, we would consistently be second to Pokemon, but sometimes we would beat Pokemon, right? And um, they ordered 12 episodes the first year, 12 episodes the second year, and, but with the Teen Titans, they ordered 72 episodes up the top. Static's doing crazy numbers. They order 12 or 12 or 12. You know, I mean, it, right. it's their business. What can I say? You know, um, and then, you know, Smallville. You see Small, Smallville? Uh, I've seen one or two episodes. I, 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 yeah, I so, so it's a soap opera. That's, that's not a superhero. First yeah. of all, the, the Static, you know, Smallville came out, and it was, it was a decent show, but it wasn't a superhero show. Nobody was in costume. Nobody flew except, you know, from dream sequences or whatever. But Smallville had action figures. Mm. Now, actually, they didn't have action figures because since nobody was in costume, they were dolls. But there were no static toys. But I'm just, that's, that's, that's as we say, a, uh, what's that thing? A, a sidebar. Yeah. <laughs> so, at, at, at this moment in time when Dennis came up with the idea, you know, and remember, Dennis had been a journeyman at that time. He knew everybody at D.C. He presented that idea to 
to uh, to Jeanette Kahn, who ran DC, and to Paul Levitt, who Jeanette ran DC, all of DC, and Paul ran the publishing part. Um, and they loved it. And it and originally it was Dennis. Then we called up Dwayne, who wasn't our first call, by the way. Our first call was uh, Jim Owsley, who's now known as Christopher Freaks. Right? Oh, wow. Um, okay. Oh, I'm oh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I've got some knowledge for you, my brother. Yeah, um, man. No, and, right. and, and Dwayne McDuffie wasn't, wasn't, wasn't the editor-in-chief. Jim Owsley was the editor-in-chief. Right? Wow. The Milestar M was designed by Owsley. I'm sorry, by Freaks. You know? Um, I mean, he... he he wrote ninety percent of the milestone Bible, I think, in a weekend. You know, um, the boy is just crazy prolific. But he decided, you know, once we got down to to brass tacks, that he 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 he, he would prefer to be on the DC side. But he had the best of both worlds because at DC he would be an editor, but he would also be milestone milestones liaison. Okay. So, because Jim, Jim went to, Jim, you know, Jim, Jim decided to go with DC, Dwayne became editor-in-chief, because me and Dennis, editorially, nah, that, that, nah, I mean, if we ran the company, we would have had, I mean, I've learned the error of my way, but we would have had nice cars, but you wouldn't have had any books. Right, so, okay. So, um, Dwayne became the editor-in-chief, um, and Dwayne... Uh, and of course, the, the the fourth member of our merry band was Derek Dingle. Now, mm-hmm. Derek Derek took a big risk because Derek had a had a cushy job at Black Enterprise, and he quit. You know, for 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 to to, to follow this dream. That's mm-hmm. a that's a that's a that's that's, 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 that's serious. That's yeah. that's no that's no fucking joke. Mm-hmm. That's that that that's the the strength of your conviction. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you had this conversation. Look, man, uh, Mr. Graves, man, if, uh, you know, man, this don't work out, this bullshit conversation don't work out, man. Can I come back, man? Please, can I come back? I'm sure, I'm sure he had that conversation. I'm maybe he did, I don't know. But it takes, it takes, it's, that takes, that's a real commitment. You know, yeah. it's not like this shit you see on TV. Yeah, so I'm going to give up my life and I'm going to become something else entirely at age whatever. Yeah, no, 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 no. I've only known, I think I know a few people who've done that, but he, he was, he was being groomed to run everything. And to, so imagine the conversation he had with him and Mr. Graves, his mentor. Imagine right. that conversation. So these are the things that I think about that most people don't. You got to, you know, and you think about because it's not, it's not that he that he quit the milestone. He had to sever real relationships and somehow try to explain. You kind of, I mean, imagine trying to explain to a Mr. Mr. Earl G. Graves one of the if not the preeminent business, ma- you know what? As far as African American business magazines, mm-hmm. there's no, there's nobody can touch Black Enterprise. It right. just can't. It's right. like it's Black Enterprise and Penny Saver. It's because it's like not, there's nothing else out there. Yeah. So imagine having a conversation with not only your mentor but a man of Mr. Graves' stature. And in the '90s, if you don't mind me jumping in here, in the no, '90s no, 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 they were they were at the height of their power. 
You know what I mean? Because back Black then, could do no wrong in the 90s. Back then, you know, of course, everybody had Jet and Ebony on their on their coffee table. But during that period of time, there was Black Enterprise. Uh, people don't remember Emerge, but Emerge was like uh, it was like our time, you know, uh, you know, magazine kind of thing. So the black publishing was popping like seriously. But go ahead, dude, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna screw your audience once again. Well, you know, that's your audience. Everybody in your audience knows this. You just don't. <laughs> uh, there was a magazine called Eagle and Swan, and then there was Eagle and Swan was a military magazine, and then there was the magazine. Uh, what is it? Was it? It was a black. Damn it! It's a black woman. I, I mean, I, man, it's a big, big magazine, black magazine. It was the only magazine. Was it? Was it? Was it? I think it, it could have been a merge. Hold on a second. I gotta look this up. But anyway, this magazine was huge, mm-hmm. um, and it'll come to me in a second. Um, and there was a, there was, there was, you know, that's when black people started making corporate money in the nineties. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when, that's when we we realized that we should be telling our kids. You know, you're probably not gonna get an NBA scholarship, so perhaps you should pay attention, uh, and, and you know, to to um to what's going on in school. Um, so so that but Black Enterprise was just I mean they were like I mean uh, they they were the Studio Fifty Four of uh Studio Fifty Four was just no joke. Even if you've never even if you've heard no disco in You've heard of Studio Fifty Four. They were the Studio Fifty Four of of the publishing business, and then sometimes they were competing with. They were not just competing with African American magazines. They were competing against Business Week. They were competing against um, Fortune. I mean, they were they were they were no joke. Yeah. So to to lead that, you know, is is a big deal. So basically, once that happened, and we got everybody together. That's when the fun started, and we divvied up the we divvied up the the, the responsibilities and and all the rest of that shit. Now, what was your relationship? Um, what was you guys' relationship to DC at that point? Well, DC would often try to make love to us, but we said put a ring on it um, because we didn't roll like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Were you guys just using well, them for distribution? I mean, I like how. Like who owned no, the rights to the? Because that's what the, they're the going to ask. The official, the official. Here's the thing: DC, Milestone Media has never been and and will never be owned by anybody unless that somebody is Richard Branson or somebody of that ilk. Okay. Uh, somebody, but somebody, somebody's going to have to come along with some Viacom Bank to buy out what Milestone is. Um, but our relationship is we had a we had a we had a distribution deal with them, gotcha. right? Unfortunately, that distribution deal came with it. It was it was a phenomenally it was a it was the it was the gold standard of deals back then. But now it wasn't a good. Now to look back in 1991-92, it was a great deal. In two thousand seventeen, I wouldn't do that deal. If my last name was Davis, okay. um, because because it's it, because it's uh, it's too restrictive, you know. Because mm-hmm. it's it, if you're sharing, if if Milestone has trademark, 
and 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 copyright or and you're sharing copyright or milestones got copyright and you're sharing trademark, you really can't move unless the other person says okay. And right. unless it unless it benefits DC back then to move, why the why the why the fuck move? Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, um it would be great if the comic book the, the, the world of comics ran like we did when we were kids and we were trading comics, right? It would be great to uh, oh you know what this is you know what we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this because it's, because it'll be fun no 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 you know the the, the the DC comics is number one priority is always gonna be DC comics and and their comic book line is always gonna be the the the, the fortune of DC rests upon three intellectual properties. Superman's Batman, Wonder Woman, period. Mm-hmm. Everything else, they could give a fuck, mm-hmm. right? Now, this is my opinion, but for a long time, Marvel Comics, I mean, DC Comics didn't even appear in Warner Brothers' annual report, right? Wow. Now, um, yeah. Now, um, when, 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 when Disney bought Marvel, Everybody thought Disney was going to screw up the comic book world, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't think that way. I thought, the first thought that I had, and I called Dennis Cowan, I called Dennis Cowan, and I said, Paul Levis is out of a job. Paul Levis at the time ran DC. He said, yo, man, what does this got to do? I said, because, because Disney, Disney and Warner Brothers hate each other. It's mm-hmm. like the Crips and the Bloods back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. It's like the Hatfields and the McCoys. It's like, it's like, the, the 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 far right and anybody black, right? <laughs> okay. Um, and, 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 and it's like it's like they just they just they just they just hate each other, right? I mean, because you know, man, you, you can't get much bigger than Warner Brothers, and you can't get much bigger than Disney. But Disney, Disney, once Disney brought Marvel, I figured that somebody was gonna take a look and say, "Shit, what have we been doing with this comic book company all these years?" And mm-hmm. I and I said, "The Paul Levis is out of a job." He's out of a job. He'll be gone in six months. I was wrong. He was gone within a couple of months. Right? I also said that DC would move to, to LA and, and, and change their name. And I said, well, I've wrote all this shit down. And he changed their name to DC Entertainment because, you, because and, and, and I was wrong. They, it didn't take a year. They moved within a few months. Wow. I have never been, and I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm just, I just figured shit out. Well, here's here's a way to here's a way to further impress everybody in the audience. What do you think yeah. will be the impact of the Black Panther movie on Milestone or any black properties that DC well, has? Well, Milestone, that's the whole. But see, if all they care about is the dollar, then the only no, black no, hero that's no, well no, known no, 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 as Black no, no, Panther no, no, no. It's, is it's, is Static. It's, it's not, it's, it's, it's a different, it's a different world from where you come from. <laughs> Here's the thing, let's put it you this way, all right? Why are there no static toys? They are now, I got a static action figure, I'm looking at it now, right? But mm-hmm. here's the thing, DC, Warner Brothers doesn't own static. Warner Brothers doesn't own, and so, so, uh, but you know what they do own? They own Harry motherfucking Potter. I just made them four million dollars. If you mention the word Harry Potter, they get paid. Harry Potter, Harry Potter. You know, it's like it's like uh, it's like Clarence uh, Thomas, Clarence Thomas. Uh, <laughs> and you wouldn't know that song because you're much too young. But that's a really when you 
there's a song called there's a song called Stroking. You mm-hmm. better better find that song. You you'll thank me for it. Trust me. <laughs> um, so 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 but this is the real world. This is the real world that people don't get. Right, and and this is what I'm trying to teach our brothers. Harry Potter generates so much revenue. It generates such a ton of cash. It's not worth it, or it hasn't been worth it for Warner Brothers Consumer Products, which is a separate company from Warner Brothers Motion Pictures, which is why Disney always clips the shit out of Warner Brothers because Disney has a synergy. Warner Brothers has a has a has a they're not as synergistic as Disney, right? Mm-hmm. And again, this is all my opinion, but. I've never been proven, well, once I was proven wrong when I said that uh, Clarence Thomas would grow some balls. That was wrong. Um, if, if, if you don't own something, if you had two kids staying at your house, one kid, one, one kid you, you, you feed this one kid, he's going to grow up and he's going to take care of you in your old age. The other kid, he's just visiting. Well, he goes, why, why, you, why would this kid even at your house? Right? What is to compel you to take care of that child? So, if you got Harry Potter, Harry Potter generates billions of dollars just by having this conversation. Right? And, and this, this bullshit, oh man, there's going to be no more Harry Potter. Yeah, right. They're going to wait seven years and there's going to be a whole new generation of Harry Potter movies. Mm. They're already starting this shit now. Right? And it's just, it's just people believe this. You know why? Because they don't think about it on any level except what they are, what they are told. So, so as if the Harry Potter franchise is never going to make another movie, yeah, right. And there will never be another African-American male shot by a policeman. That's never going to happen as well. And I'm not saying that to be down on the police. That's just, just you know what? Let's go another way. There will never be another policeman to ever use his gun in the history of policing. It's so I'm lost. I'm lost. I'm lost. I'm lost. Is, yeah, it, it, break it down a little simpler. My question was, yeah, break it down a little. Okay, simpler. you want the impact? The impact of the, the impact of black Panther. If First any, all, maybe it won't be none at all. But I figured, well, if, if, you know. if milestone, if milestone in any African American media play was smart, they would capitalize on it. Because here's the thing: I cannot stand. Any, I don't want anything to do with, Harry, with, with, with I, I don't want anything to do with the Trump administration. I am moving to France, and that is not a joke. Mm. Right? I got to get out of here if he stays. In, if he's here after a year, I'm 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 wee wee. Right? But here's here's something that people don't understand. Whenever there's a Republican administration, black people in the arts do well because Whoa, it's somehow it's, what? Think about it. Think, oh yeah. Whenever there is in a Republican administration. And it's and it's shown, and and by by the the, the sheer silliness of their policies, you know. I mean, gonna, he's gonna he's gonna ensure everybody, everything that he's done, every person that he's put on his cabinet, everything that Donald Trump has done has been a a a a, a knife in the back of black people and poor people and both. Right. right, there is nothing he's doing. Which, I mean, you got his his African American outreach is uh that woman um uh what's her name? Okay, oh, you're talking about uh, the the apprentice lady and her. Yeah, and her, I mean that's, 
somebody who it's like it's like having Adolf Hitler. It's like hey, let's put Adolf Hitler's son in charge of outreach to Jews. Mm-hmm. Who, 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 who does that? Put, put, a, put a black person that black people hate in charge of outreach for other black people. That makes no sense. This motherfucker doesn't I mean, care about anything except Donald like that, Trump. They put they put black people in place so as cover so they can do their double. But they're not cover. You and I both know that that that. And anyone I've met and hung out with with Doctor Carlton more than once. I actually like the guy. I actually like him as a person, but okay. as a but as a representative of the federal government in charge of 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 of, of, of housing and development, yeah. I cringe at the lack of knowledge he does not have. Yeah. Right? But don't you think and that's by design, though? Of course it's by design. Yeah, because if you were smart, you'd be like a surgeon general or some shit, but they want to put no, something, you know, put him in a place where he can't do no he harm. Was smart, uh-huh. he was, if he was smart, if he gave a fuck, he'd have a conversation with somebody, and I would call up Oprah and say, Oprah, who can you put me in touch with who can school me about X, Y, and Z? I would call up somebody and say, how can I do something, even if it's just some bullshit cover, mm. right? But but Dr. Ben, first of all, he's not stupid. He's just, when he makes stupid statements, he is so above the rest of the planet. To me, I tell people what I mean. If people don't get it, I'll explain it to them, right? Mm-hmm. Dr. Carlson, I think the slavery was, you know, he's thinking on such a level, and he's assuming that we're at that level. No, we're not at the crazy level, right? Mm. But, but, but getting back to your question, the black, the black Panther is is being worked up to be Marvel's greatest movie, greatest superhero movie. Why? Why is that? How, how is that? How is that? How is that possible? When, when, to this day, to my knowledge, still the greatest Marvel superhero movie is the very first Avengers. I don't think there's anything come out that has, that has made me that crazy. Right? Yeah, but let's I mean. Say, yeah, yeah, I would agree with you on that one. The second place would be the right. first Iron Man, but I got you. Well, you know what? I don't even, I don't even think about Iron Man. I really don't for some reason because the Avengers movie was Well, you know what? Good, 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 good point, though. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> sorry. So what, what, what I would do, what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm starting, I, I'm, I, I have, I have, I have, I have I've got things that I'm doing in the in the field, <clears throat> which I'll be announcing uh, at a coming out. I'm sorry, man. I get something stuck in my throat. Mm-hmm. Susie, get out of here. Um, <laughs> so, um, what what anyone who's in the black space should do? First of all, you don't attack it, and you and you, you 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 appreciate it if you like it. If you if you go and see it, see it, and then you just. I, whatever they do with that movie, I would, I would incorporate it into some sort of, some sort of online marketing conversation, something to draw attention to what it is that you're doing if you're an artist or you're somebody who wants to draw attention. Because the Black Panther, if the Black Panther is a is a giant mega super giant hit, you think there's going to be five more black superhero movies coming out after that? No, hell no. Hell no, hell no. Mm. There may be another Black Panther movie, mm-hmm. but if that movie doesn't make any money, you can forget anybody dream about it because black because because black movies. Oh man, uh, black black people don't really we don't sell. 
Will Smith made a billion dollars on Hancock. And Hancock was was not a great movie. Mm. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't exactly the Avengers. Right. But it was a billion dollars. They made a billion dollars. Wow. And it, and he wasn't that great a superhero, but it was but 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 it made a billion dollars. So where's where's uh, the next where's the next great black superhero movie? Supposedly it's gonna be the Black Panther. You know? Hopefully it is. You know, but but until somebody finances something like a static mm-hmm. or a or a um shit man, a brother man. Man, I would I would I would kiss a man picture, kiss a man's picture, you know, once. <laughs> okay, photograph. Okay, what you talking about? Okay. I would kiss a man's photograph if that man photograph was I would I would I would kiss a man's photograph to see Brother Man made into a movie. I would that move that that to ch- ch- Right? Now, the conversations that I had with uh, Daoud, his son is a brilliant filmmaker. I've actually seen some of his work. So I think that's part of the family design is to, uh, is to bring that uh, to pass. Um, man, let's, uh, I will, shit, man, I would love to see that movie. I should hook them up with, with uh, you know who's going to direct the, uh, who's down to direct the superhero movie? Bill Duke. Wow, okay. All right. He's down to direct, he's down to direct um. Uh, what what is what are we calling it nowadays? Exactly, uh, a movie I sold a few years. Film I, I sold the screenplay a few years ago. Then it went into turnaround. But when it was the um, when it was called the underground, basically it was the underground. It was about black superheroes. They had to operate underground. And it was, whatever. It turned into the underground railroad. Mm-hmm. It's like, but but uh, Bill's attached to that sucker, and uh, he's happy. He's happy. He's happy to be Bill. Bill. Bill Duke is the only is the only person in the history of the black panel that I gave a entire forum to. Okay. He, 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 he was the only person that got, got that, that, that Well, let's, let's get Bill, into that. Let's, all that. Let's get into that. Uh, we may circle back around to, uh, to milestone, but can you talk about the black panel? How did it come to be? Tell us some of the people have come through, and, and, and let's Dennis talk about were the. Uh, Comic Con. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Me, me and Dennis were working in Comic Con, and I said to myself, "Hey, look at the asshole." No. Um, okay, the black. Okay, originally, my job at Milestone, I was director of talent, and I also handled publicity and handled um, the conventions, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Comic conventions. Panels were, were, were this. Uh, you get a bunch of creatives sitting at, the, at the, a bunch of creatives sitting on on the dais, and they spend thirty five minutes promoting whatever. You know, my new hero, Dick Man, is going to be fighting Dicky Dicky Man in the new adventures of Dick 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 Man, and they spend all this time promoting their shit. And then maybe if you're lucky, there's a question and answer at the end, right? So when 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 we started the milestone panel, I'm like, fuck that, you know. So we did we 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 created, you know, 
what I, what what we do with at movie theaters. White people think we, when you go to movie theaters and that 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 shit that we do, when we talk to the screen. They think that that's 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 rude. No, that's part of the show. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I took a white girl to see uh, Blade at um, Nighty Johnson's theaters, and by the end of, by the by the end of the scene, hooping and hollering with everybody. It's like, yeah, you don't, don't, don't. And, and like and like. I, I hope she didn't do that shit and she got back to wherever she was going because that's a whole nother level. Anyways, we, what we did, well, what I did was I, we, we opened a statement and then we opened up the questions because what, we, because if you're, if you're sitting in the panel, you're a milestone fan. Mm-hmm. So why not answer the questions of who it is? We want to know what it is that you want to do. So we, we did it that way. We, so it was, a, it was back and forth between the, the audience and the, and, and the milestone, and I was the, the whole, so to speak. Okay. When I left milestone, um, one of the things that I wanted to do, well, first of all, when I left milestone, I wasn't gonna do a comic book line. Uh, somebody, somebody at DC pissed me off. And uh, I, was, I was at Comic-Con, and I went over to say hello to some people, and this guy goes, Michael, I see you done conned your way. You conned your way into a really good gig. I'm like, all right, motherfucker. I wasn't going to go, I was not going to do a comic line, but he pissed me off, so mm-hmm. I did a comic line. Um, and, I mean, so, but I wanted, I wanted to do something which, which promoted opportunity. Um, my, I've done some significant things, I guess, in my in my career, I mean, I'm I'm blessed to have a uh, in the Gordon Parks Academy in East Orange, New Jersey. The auditorium is named the Michael Davis Auditorium. That's pretty freaking impressive, considering I don't play basketball, nor wow. can I sing. Um, yeah, it's like how cool is that shit? Um, and let me see, that happened in ninety when I was I think eleven. Uh, ninety, I think it was ninety six. Yeah. But anyway, so long story short. My whole thing is, 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 is education. My, whole, my entire reason for being on this planet is to make sure that somebody who wants to do what it is I do in the arts has the, knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. So um, hence my mentor program. And my motto is teach one, teach one. So um, when, when Comic-Con, you know, I mean, there, there were a bunch of black panels. I mean, sorry, there were... The blacks in comic books. They were called blacks in comics, or uh, uh, the the black the black people panel. And basically, mm-hmm. it was a bunch of guys who who met well, but they were sitting sitting on stage, bitching about why Marvel and DC won't give them work. Hmm. And and I remember Dwayne, somebody Dwayne McDuffie said to me once. He says um, and he said this, he said this to me, and he said it to as many people as he could whenever we did panels. He says, don't wait for somebody else to create your story. Create your own story. Right. Right? Um, and complaining about why Marvel and DC won't give you something isn't going to get you something at Marvel or DC. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so... Um, But the first black panel was held at a at a uh, at a um, at a 
book fair. And basically, it was me answering questions about uh, this amount of books I was doing through Simon Schuster, which was, uh, which was in the school systems. And, and, and from there, I took it to Comic-Con, and basically, it's, it's, you get some of the biggest names in the, in the entertainment world. I mean, you name it. I've had these. I've, you name it, they've been on the black panel. Um, Can you rattle off a couple of names for the audience? Shaquille O'Neal, RZA, um, Wayne Brady, uh, shit, man, uh, uh, man, Bill Duke, um, Reggie Hudlin, um, Denise Nichols, uh, Method Man, um, uh, man, uh, Mike Richardson, he runs, runs Dark Horse, uh, you know, oh, okay. I mean, it's, it's a who's who. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like the, 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 the uh, Neo, you know, and the majority of the people that I just listed, except for RZA and, oh, oh Magic Johnson, uh, Magic Johnson, well, he, has, he, he did his own thing. Uh, not Magic Johnson, Magic, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Magic, Magic had his own thing that I set up for him. So officially he wasn't on the black panel. He was, he was by himself was a black panel, but he was okay. the only person there. So it wasn't officially a black panel, but I set it up and it did the same thing. He had a back and forth with people. Um, you go to blackpanel.com, my, my, my out of date, my not up to date website, because I had to uh, release a, a, I had a great web designer and I replaced her with a, I thought was great web designer who sucked. So it's, it's, but it's a whole list. I mean, some of the biggest names in the entertainment mm-hmm. have been on the panel. Um, and you don't sell anything. Basically, you know, you get five or six minutes to go, Hey, but you know, people know who you are. Hi, I'm Neo. You know, I'm, I am, uh, uh, Wayne radio, whoever. Yeah. And then you, we, we, answer questions from the audience and we discuss things which make it not only possible but feasible for you to to have the skills for you to enter the into the field and we stay in touch with people you know those who are savvy enough you know to to, to get the numbers and and mm-hmm. just don't want autographs and um we it's been pretty successful it's it's, it's the, the the panel is is actually Bad Boy Studios, my mentor program, and the panel, it's actually become more of my life's work than anything else because it's, um, it's, in, it's, it's, it's giving back to people. Because, you know, we're, you know, a guy said that, uh, you know, he said, you know, just, you know, that we're magic. Yeah, we're magic, but if, if we don't know where the hat and the rabbit is, we can't do that trick. Right. So I try to make it possible for as many people to understand exactly how the business works and how to get in the business mm-hmm. and, and try to combat the, the stupidity of some of our young people who get attitudes because when, you, when they first get somebody who's a professional looking at their work, see, one of the things that we gotta be careful with is, is, is we gotta encourage our people, we gotta encourage young people We've got to encourage them. We've got to give them a, a you know, the hardest thing in the world to do is to be a writer and an artist. Right. That's, that's hard because you're sitting, because you're, you're in a, 
it's, it's the hardest thing at work because you're sitting by yourself. And what we do as parents and grandparents and uh, absentee dads, you know, that, I mean, you know, if she finds me, I'm going to take care of my responsibilities. But, you know, my, my last name is Waldo, as in where is. Um, <laughs> I can write that one down. Um, we give forth, we, we go, hey, this is great, this is great, this is great, and we don't know what the fuck we're looking at. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I can't, I mean, I, I know what I like to eat. If something doesn't taste good, I will go, I don't like it. But mm -hmm. somebody else may think it, somebody else, somebody else may think it tastes great. But in art, there is, you know, you know fine art is subjective. You know, mm -hmm. guys sitting around painting for paint trade, you know, but commercial art, where you are, where, you, where there's a client, where someone's writing you a check to promote whatever it is that they're paying you for, there's, there's not subjective. There's mm -hmm. good and there's unemployed, right. right? The difference between a fine artist and an illustrator is a fine artist will make dinner. An illustrator makes reservations, right? Mm. Um, so... When when I, I, I see these talented kids who have no idea that they're not that great because grandma told them that they were, and then they have this attitude, you know that's 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 that that shit makes me crazy because it's it's I don't have the kind of time to sit and tell everybody that I meet why this is bad, mm -hmm. right, and, and 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 how to fix it. Um, unfortunately, and I'm in, in, in my own way, I'm, my time is pressed because I get a lot of people wanting to get into my program and such. Right. You know, and, one of the, and, I, and I, learned, I learned the hard way why, why big time celebrities, they're very, you know, they do this autograph thing and they, they, sort, of, they sort of scribble a name, but they're not looking at you in the eye and, they're, and they're, they're already moving to the next person and they're trying to get out of there. It's not that they don't want to hang out with their fans. Is that if you get caught, you're doing that for a long, long time, and then it just becomes uncomfortable. So what, what I try to tell people is, if you got a young artist or a young writer, say, I like it, but seek somebody who knows what they're talking about, mm -hmm. you know? And, and, and I'll spend hours with a kid who, who sucks, but has a genuine interest in being involved, right? But I've seen talented mofos with this, this, this I, can, I can have a tip on my shoulder because I, I'm, I'm running shit, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like somebody said to me once when I walked into a meeting, that you're late. I said, I ain't late, motherfucker, you're fired. I'm late, no, I ain't late. Shit, when I, the meeting starts, when I show up, you know, and that's the sort of shit that we do, we do, and we're not playing. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't tell the CEO you late. You say, you know, shoot, man, it's like, it's like, so, so I, I meet these talented, talented kids, and they have no clue how to do what they want to do because they've been spending all this time drawing, you know, copying bad artists and not having a foundation and not, and not doing anything else except for a big figure on a page without drawing trees. You know, you don't get paid. 
you don't get paid to draw Superman and Batman and Spider-Man. You get paid to tell a story, mm-hmm. right? And the guys who came up through my program, um, they don't do comics. They do, they do, they very seldom do monthly books. They, they do graphic novels and special projects and they're out. They wow. do 50, 60, 70,000 books for one series and they're out to the next one, right? Because um, that's how they were trained. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and, and, and that's, that's what you want to do. I mean, uh, you know, the Beatles stopped touring when they realized they didn't have to. You know? Mm. They were like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why, why, are, we, why are we doing this? Well, we can just go into the studio, Paul is dead, and, and, write, and, 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 and you should only really perform if you want to perform. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and these guys, I mean, these guys that, you know, I mean, they were, they, they were considered, a, just like rap music, just like hip-hop, they were considered a fad, and they had a one thing that they can point to that we ain't going to answer to. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's, that's it. Anything else? It's like, you know, every 4th of July, I walk into an English club, and I scream, how do you like the colleagues now? Right? What are they going to do? What are they going to say? Right? right. But, they, but they, there's only one comeback, the Beatles. That's it. But, mm. but you know, you, you got to know your shit. And not only do you got to know your shit, you got to know the history of your stuff. Mm-hmm. I and mean, imagine a imagine a, a a woman that wants to be a model and has no and has and having no idea who um a woman named that I can't remember like Tara, no, Banks, no, Tara Banks Tara Banks Naomi Campbell, Campbell whatever uh, Beverly Johnson uh, or whatever Beverly, oh wait, you want to be a model man I didn't know that that's for you that's for you <laughs> no I mean but imagine having that conversation with somebody in the industry mm-hmm. who doesn't know you who doesn't know your mom. About the modeling, I'm not even having a conversation with somebody about a writing. You're having a conversation with an editor. You don't know what Ernest Hemingway is. You don't have to like him. You don't have to read his shit. But you got to know at least who he is. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it's, it's it's crazy. So let me let me zero you know? back in. Let me zero back in on something. Sure. Um, yeah, man. I talk to a lot of independent African American, uh, uh, you know, comic book creators, writers, publishers. And, uh, you know, future of our industry off off mic. Sometimes, you know, I kind of hear it would be cool if uh, we could do a little work on the side with D.C. and then still keep our stuff. Um, you know, when I talk to some publishers, you know, I hear That's that. Funny, I, I wrote that. I wrote that a couple of weeks ago. I wrote exactly what you're talking about. Really? I literally wrote what you're talking about. I found the article for you where I said it. You know what I mean? Well, go ahead and expand on it. Because you every no, other industry go ahead expand on this planet, mm-hmm. every other art, every other art, every other medium uh, from from plays, movies, um, even fine art, they have, they have fellowship programs where they will bring people in and they will, they will immerse them in the industry so that those people can become part of the industry um, and also learn while they're, you know, while, you know, while they're getting paid. And, and there are fellowships that do that. Well, and here's my question. Here's my question. Comics program, here's I'm, my I'm, question. I'm, 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 what I, I, is the lesson that we learn, or one of the lessons, because I'm sure there's several, that we should learn from Milestone is maybe just position ourselves a little a little more distant from the industry. When To me, industry means white-owned, you know, 
no, company. No, well, I mean, what's the I lesson? See, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I don't. As in, you know, I wanted to be a cartoonist so bad that I could taste it. My cousin, his name is William T. Williams. You should look him up at the moment. He's mm-hmm. one of the fine. He's one of the. He he is one of the most renowned artists of the twentieth century. Twentieth century. I mean, his 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 shit is crazy. He is What's that his name? well known. William T. Williams. Okay. Right. He's my cousin and my mentor, and his shit is is. I mean, his. I mean. You can't fuck with him. I mean, quite frankly, um, he is one of the most renowned artists ever. Now, most people haven't heard of him, but that's because most people ain't got, they, they don't think at that level and when it comes to art, okay. right? It's a, that's a whole other level. I'm nowhere near that freaking level, but in, but in his world, he is all that. I mean, when, you know, the Jackson History of Art is the definitive art history book what they use in all the no joke art schools, and his shit is represented. He's got a couple of pages in that bitch, and okay. one of the paintings that is in that bitch is a painting called Batman, which mm-hmm. he named after his little snot nosed cousin who he was having. I was fascinated by Batman as a kid, and um, I used to go and work for him in his studio. Yeah, right. Basically, what he was doing was keeping me off the street. Okay. Um, so, but, I mean, I, I like to draw, so he, you know, so anyway, um, he, he, this, you asked me a question, and I completely forgot what I was talking about, because this Coke is just really, really good. Um, <laughs> I asked you, basically, on one hand, people would say, uh, you know, Michael and Dennis and Dwayne, y'all got the golden ticket. Right, y'all hooked up with him. Okay, I know where I'm going. I got it. I got yeah. it. So here's the thing. So you've heard of the Studio Museum of Harlem? Yes. Baby. Okay. It's not lying. Say you have. <laughs> anyway, um, he created. Uh, my my cousin is the guy that wrote it. it wrote the um, I mean, he created the uh, the artist in residence program at the Studio Museum in Harlem. Wow. Right. Um, he's he's like a god in that field. Mm-hmm. But what he what what he what he did with me is I went to work in his studio every week, not only to keep me off the street, but he was teaching me real life lessons. Right. And what you're talking about does exist. Um, um, the, my mentor program, although not nearly, the fuck is this? Sorry, man. Although not nearly as, as prolific as it was in New York, because in New York you didn't need a car. Okay. In LA you need a freaking you need a freaking car. Right. Um, but I'm I'm hoping to, I'm, I'm I'm hoping to get back into it. I've been the last few years I've been kind of sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've had all sorts of things happening with me. Um, but 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 my mental program basically does exactly what it is that is missing in this industry, which is you get a bunch of people involved with somebody who's in the game and you put them on things and from that you create your own because because right now this Steven uh in you feel with uh in Stephen Harris? Uh I think Norwood Steve anyway, Steve Harris mm-hmm. is uh 
one of my bad boy studio um, alumni. Okay. And when I was the uh, when I was mentor of the year, Mentor Magazine wanted to photograph me, but I'm like, you know, you can't photograph me. You got to photograph even one of my students. You know what I mean? What's the point of being a mentor? So Steve, Steve, Steve. Okay, I know his Steve, work. Thank God for yeah, the internet. He, he, I know his work. The uh, the yeah, he, uh, he's good. He's yeah, great. the little. Uh, and, okay, I got you. Go ahead. Oh, you got you got to have a fun. But Steve is um, Steve spends a lot of time just like Sean Martinborough. Both okay. of those guys spend a lot of time talking to young artists. Okay. Right? Joe Image does the same thing. Right. What's missing um, is a broader sense of what Bad Boy Studio. What's missing is a more is a more central hub for Bad Boy Studio. One of the reasons that doesn't exist is because I refuse to take any corporate money because corporate money means that instead of creating opportunities for young people of color, I'm now feeding your, your, your thirst for an artist who may not want to go and work for you, Mr. Disney. Right. You know, I mean, I'm not, I don't really care who you want to work with, but it should be your decision. Mm-hmm. So, um, the guys that are doing stuff now, John Jennings, John Jennings, yep, um, that, that motherfucker. Yeah, I interviewed when, him uh, uh, later last year. Yep, terrific when, brother. When he came to me uh, years ago. When he came to me, he showed me his shit. Um, I, 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 I told him that his shit was crazy and that he was like he was something special. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he's got he John 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 has created an entire niche of of um of of relationships not a niche that's a bad word. He he got he has he has accumulated a network of hot, young, talented, afrocentric, no joke artists and writers. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. But there's a disconnect between John's um, folk and and my generation. There's a disconnect, hmm. and the, the, yeah, absolutely because okay. people people look at people look at milestone as the as well as the, as, the, as the um as as the holy grail. Milestone is the holy fucking grail. Marvel Comics is the holy grail. Milestone just happens to be a player. But you know, Marvel Comics is real, man. Marvel Comics is not even a comic book company anymore. Marvel Comics is a conglomerate of, of content, right? Disney is the is the holy grail. Right? Marvel Comics and, is failing like a champ, ain't it? Ain't they blaming their sales slump? No, on, uh, we don't work, man. This guy, this guy. Here's what happened, man. What happened is this: when you the comic book, in a lot of ways, the comic book industry acts like kids who collect comic books. You can go to a retailer summit and you used to be able to go there and talk as much shit as you want and none of that shit makes it to papers. But now you can't do that because Marvel Comics is not just a comic book company anymore. Marvel Comics is the leader in film entertainment. Mm-hmm. Period. You see that Marvel logo come up on the screen and shit. That, you know, and, 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 and Marvel is, is, is just there. Marvel's one Hey, first of all, DC and Marvel are both run by people of color. Marvel, Axel Alonso, Latino, and Jim Lee, Latino Asian. <laughs> Asian. They run, 
They run the two biggest private companies on the planet. So people of color run those motherfuckers. And they are looking for, they are looking for straight up talent. And I can tell you this, Alonzo has an eye out for properties which feature people of color. The genius of Miles Morales, the first interracial, the first interracial character in comic books, that's crazy. Well, you know, Lane, I'm, I'm, sure it was, I'm sure it was done in independent books, but, mm-hmm. at, but a mainstream, a mainstream book, Spider-Man? Come on, man. Half Puerto Rican, half, half Puerto Rican, half black? That's just, 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 that, that, that is not genius, except it was, because it was never done before. So, I mean, so you got two people of color running the two biggest, the two biggest players on the planet. How do you approach them? The stuff that John Jennings has he's got his own little niche, right? He's got he's got a what 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 really needs to happen. What I think needs to happen is that we we create a. I've been trying to do this. You know, I, I was really onto this shit a few years ago before I got sick. But uh, we create a a, a place a a think tank, a foundation. And I'm actually doing this with Wayne Brady. Oh, did I drop that name just like that? Um, um, a foundation which, which, which creates content, but also at the same time creates opportunity. Okay. You see, anytime you speak to somebody, you know, I know, I know some billionaires. I mean, and the more money people got, the less they're thinking about money and the more they think about doing something good. It's crazy. Hmm. It's freaking crazy. I mean, it's the, the my real strength is the ability to get to people, and the, you know. But but late, I don't I don't I don't approach people. I'm lucky enough that people approach me, hmm. and once they approach you, you got to know whether or not you know. Just because Steven Spielberg gives you his phone number, don't mean you should use it. If you ain't got shit to say to Steven Spielberg about, you know, hey, Steven just told you hot. No, you wait to use that number until there's something that you have that Steven Spielberg's company or him might be interested in. Right. And you stop, you stop this, this bullshit that I keep hearing from people, man. Like, yo, man, uh, you know, Disney, man, Disney was interested in, uh, in this, or Fox was interested in it, but I said no. How many times have you heard that bullshit? Really? Oh, a couple you said times. no to Disney? Yeah. You said, oh, Disney said I wanted to do this, but I said no. So, uh, could you hook me up with a, uh, I don't know, no, yeah, right, well, look, first of all, if you said no to Disney, then you're an idiot. If you said no to Disney because Disney was trying to force you to do something un, unnatural with Mickey Mouse, that's Disney. Right? Well, oh, but, let me let me interject, let me interject, and, and I, and I got to do this. You listen to the program, you know where I'm coming from. No, uh, no, some, I, I, some I of these folk, I, I, Some of these folk, and you know what I'm about to say already. Some of these folk who say no to, you know, this movie studio, because I've talked to them, you know, off mic, they tell me, hey, they say, they say, I don't want to sign the contract because I want to own my shit. I want to build. I want to be those guys. Ah, yeah. I want to be Disney. I want to be. But there's a way to do that. And the way to do that, the way to do that. And that's a good point. Look, um. When, when, I, you know, when I ran um, Motown Film TV, Motown Animation and Filmworks is the real name, I, wasn't, I didn't really work for Motown. It was a joint venture. Okay. It was a joint venture between my company and, 
and Motown Records, right? Okay. And what? So, so Clarence Avon hooked that up. I had thirty percent of the company. Thirty wow. percent of the company. And what I did was I hired myself as as the person to run it under my deal. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So, but there's a way to do it. If somebody is interested in your shit, and there is, there is a way to maintain ownership, but but you got to know, you know, but you got to know, you're not the person that should be having that conversation. Mm-hmm. You, 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 dude, man, I'm an artist, but I'm not painting my house because I'm not a house painter. Okay. You got to get a house in. You got to get somebody who knows their shit. And just because somebody says they're an entertainment lawyer doesn't mean that they're an entertainment lawyer. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the easiest way for, for, for us to create a, a, a real foothold in this industry is by stop this bullshit where we listen to other people tell us why somebody is not good. I don't care what anyone says to me about it. As long as you treat me with a certain amount of respect, I don't, and if somebody comes at me and says, this guy X, Y, and Z, the person that's going to be on my shit list is the person that told me some shit like that. Right? Yeah. Why would you do that? Until somebody, dis- until somebody disparages, until somebody does me wrong, I'm not going to assume they're going to. Right? Um, it's not, it's not owning it. It's, a lot of the problem is, a lot of young people want to own everything. Nobody owns everything in this business unless they pay for everything. Mm-hmm. The last person that had that, that deal with Austin World on Citizen Kane, that shit went and that shit went and, 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 and the life of that has never been seen again. Um, if, if you want to own it, you got to pay for it. If you want to own it outright. Now, mm-hmm. there are companies... There are companies like Dark Horse who will who will give you you, you own your shit. It's yours, right? Um, and they will they will they will they are strictly fair down the line. Mike Richardson's a great guy. That shit is all yours. You own it. You you work out what the break even points are. You work, you know what? And it's creative own, right? So mm-hmm. there's that route. But you know, you get, you know but you know you just can't you can't walk into Dark Horse and just say I want to work at Dark Horse. With my with my comic book dick man, and you know, but this shit's gotta be straight. I mean, Dark Horse is doing Dark Horse is the smartest. Mike Richardson's formula. Everybody's Mike Richardson's been doing this comic book to movie shit for thirty years. That's okay. that's brand new. That's that's only been the last ten years for other other independent companies. That's ten twenty years, right? Mike Richardson was doing this shit since day one. Explain right? that. Richardson, Explain that a little bit, because I'm unfamiliar. Mike Richardson owned Mike Richardson owned a comic book store in I think Phoenix, okay. right? And then he decided that he was going to form Dark Horse Comics, mm-hmm. right? which is now Dark Horse Entertainment. So he started looking for stuff that he liked, and one of the things that he liked was a was this uh, this thing that this guy did called the Mask, okay. right? So Mike, oh, Mike published. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah. Oh wait, it gets better. Mike published a book. And then when, 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 when Hollywood came around, told him, we want to make this into a movie, um, Michael's like, all right, well, you know, since I, see, if you already own the intellectual property, mm-hmm. right, you know, it's one thing you go to pitch something to somebody, but if you already own the intellectual property, there, you know, I mean, most, every major 
studio, every major network has an acquisition department where they will go out and look for shit to buy. So if you own it, if you want to keep ownership of it, you got some, you got some sway, right? Um, but nobody's giving you 100% of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, um, unless you bring with you, it's done. I mean, that's my, that's my publishing deal with Simon Schuster. Um, but, but, you know, I mean, I, I got that relationship. But, so Mike started Dark Horse, so he did, he did, um, okay, so, uh, what do you call it, uh, The Mask, okay. Hellboy, uh, okay, The Mask, wow. Hellboy, okay. um, Mystery Men, Species, um, Mike, Mike, uh, I think Concrete, Mike, Mike, Mike Ghost, he's got a, I mean, his comic wow. to movie shit, Mike okay. Richardson invented that shit. Okay. Right? And and Mike Mike's still a player. He's a serious player. He's a serious player in the movies to this day. And, did he, uh, did and, he reach out to the movie studios when he had the property, you know, with the books? Or? No. Well, what happened was after his first thing, he, he after his first, I think it was the last, um, they, 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 Universal gave him a first look deal. Oh, wow. So he, he was, he was at a movie studio, you okay. know? Um, shit, man, I've had a first look deal, uh, but, you know, but, but nothing came of my shit. But check this out. Um, tell you my Mike Richardson story, which, which give you, which, which will give you a, a snapshot of how I do business and what I think we need in this business. Anyway, you ever hear this graphic novel called The Fifth Beetle? The what? The Fifth Beetle. No. I, I've uh, heard of the Fifth Beetle, like the DJ in in Philly. I think it was the DJ in Philly. Well, the well, well, the Fifth Beetle is one of the biggest. I think it's the big. I, don't quote me on this, but I think it's the biggest graphic novel since Watchmen. That wow. book is crazy. Okay, right? Are you on your computer? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it now. I'm looking it up. Yep. Well, so the guy that wrote this book, his name is Varik, right? Uh-huh. So, okay, yeah, Epstein. That's the DJ who didn't he well, break no, no, up in no. America? No, 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 no. He, Brian Epstein wasn't anybody's fucking DJ man, right? Like, oh, oh, you're talking about you're talking about Brian Epstein back in the day. I thought you were talking about a, yeah. Actually, yeah, you're right. He, he uh. Yeah. There's a guy like that in Philly who does Frank Sinatra. He's like he's known for one particular artist. I thought this guy Epstein was the one that broke him, but no, go ahead. No, with his thing, so so Barik is a producer. I okay. mean, he's a film producer. And one of his films is a Slumdog Millionaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like he don't know entertainment. Mm-hmm. So and it's not like he's a novice, but none of that shit matters in, in, in the comic world. Mm-hmm. Um... So he was having the worst time trying to pitch the Brian Epstein story. Okay. Right? So um, my, my dear friend, Martha Thomas, who's, for my money, the best publicist in, in, in media, um, called me up. And if, if Martha wanted me to take a meeting with the Ayatollah, I would take a meeting with the Ayatollah. <laughs> okay. And she said... I want you to meet my friend Rarik, you know, you know, and, and talk to him. He, he wants, uh, he wants some, uh, you know, he wants some guidance and something. I was like, yeah, I was talking with the guy, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? And the guy's very soft spoken. He got that Indian thing going, but I mean, very, but 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 not 
stereotypically just very nice, extremely pleasant, well-spoken man, gotcha. right? So, so I say, you know, Martha told me you got the um, you got the rights to the Brian Epstein story. He said yes. I said you got the rights to the Brian Epstein story. He said yes because you know somebody can say they have the rights, and they're about to do some 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 un un some Bogart bullshit where it's uh, uh, what do you call it when you don't have the rights unauthorized. Right? Okay. But he actually had the rights from the family. He bought he he paid for the rights from Brian Epstein's estate, right? So he okay. owned the rights to the Brian Epstein story. So I'm like, so you got the rights? Yeah, I got the rights. Like, you, you sure you got the rights? And after a while, he gets a little, he gets a little irritated. He said, I assure you, sir, I, I have the rights to it. <laughs> I said, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have the rights to the Brian Epstein story. No, no, I have the rights. No, you don't. And now the guy's starting to get pissed. Now imagine the sweetest guy in the world about to get in your ass. Wow. He went from... Mr. Rogers was like, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Motherfucker, I'm about to put my foot in your ass, bitch. Right? right, right, right. I mean, he was that close, uh-huh. right? And I'm like, you don't have the right to the Brian Epstein story. He says, sure, I assure you. And you know you are a good friend of Mark, and then I can hear the accent coming out. You know, yep. I'm thinking in a minute. And you have to pay this bill now. You know, or else you come up and, and I'm like, I'm like, you do not have the right to the Brian Epstein story. And he was about to get in my ass. And I said, you have the right to the Beatles story because the Beatles story is the Brian Epstein story. Don't call it the Brian Epstein fucking story. Call it the fifth Beatle, the Brian Epstein story. Bam! Wow. Look, 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 look. Okay. Uh, uh, you got oh, okay. that, you got oh. that uh, Karate but, Kid uh, thing but, going but, on. That Karate Kid teacher. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Right, but which there's more. He's like... um. He's like, so you, 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 this is how you know the motherfucker's telling it too, because you can't say this shit that's going to go out and broadcast out people calling me on this shit, okay. right? But, but wait, there's more. I said, so who do you want to speak to? I think I'd like for this to be a DC. I said, you don't want this shit to be a DC comics? DC would do a fuck about this shit. DC would not do this any good. Mm-hmm. I said, you want to be at IDW, at Dark Horse, or at, um, uh, there was another freedom publisher, but it was Image. But I said, mm-hmm. you know what? My money would be on Dark Horse. I said, hold up a sec. I'm calling you back. So I call my boy Mike Richardson. Mm-hmm. Mike Richardson's about to get on the motherfucking plane to go to Prague wow. to film another Hellboy episode, right? I said, Mike, what's up, motherfucker? He said, yo, man, I got your money, man. That's some good cocaine and shit. You- no, I'm not. No. He said, uh, man, you said, I'm about- I said, what you up to? He said, I'm about to get on the plane to go to Prague. And I said, uh, so I-, I got something for you. Now, I only call people if I say I got something for you, that means this shit's important. Right. Right? And I said, it's, Col- it's from Columbia, right? You know, it's got a tinge to it. You know, it's like a kilo. But don't, okay, I didn't say that. <laughs> I said, I got the Brian Epstein story, uh-huh. which is, as you know, and before I can finish the sentence, he said, which is the story of the Beatles. He said, the guy's got the right. I said, no, he's got the right. So we went through this shit. Right. And he says, he says, where is he? I said, he's in New York. Mike said, I'm in Portland. I, he said, I'm going to postpone my trip. I'm going to meet him in New York. The motherfucker went and met the guy in New York. They did a deal in theory that day. The next week they had a signed contract. And then that book was, that, that book is crazy. And the, and the movie's in production now. Wow. Now, but, but wait, there's more. <laughs> so, now, eventually, maybe a positive reef would have, maybe, you know what, if, if in fact... 
he couldn't get it published through a publisher. He would just publish the shit himself. Because anybody ain't got the back, right? Right. Right. So, but basically, I facilitated that deal. What was my cut? They both asked, what did I want? What, was, what do you think my cut was? I don't know. You, you got to have a finder's fee, right? I don't know what yeah, the finder's fee to. is. Well, you know, finder's fee, finder's fee is usually like 5%. But okay. remember, this is, this is, this is, it was for, it's a graphic, remember, remember, the graphic novel, remember, I, I, I helped title the motherfucker. Right. Right? And, 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 and I got over the publisher that does movies. Yeah. So what do you think? So a finder's fee is, is 5% is usually standard. What do you think my cut was? Uh, I'll say ten uh, percent. Way more than that. I asked for nothing. You know why I asked for nothing? I tell you what. I asked for nothing because a, it didn't cost me anything. It was just a conversation on the phone. B, if I ever needed anything from either of those gentlemen, it's done. Mm-hmm. If I wanted, if I want to publish something through Dark Horse, it can't suck. You know, I said I own a graphic novel now. As a matter of fact, you know, if, if, but if there's something I need to read, I have I can just call and agree. I got this writer, or I got this X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. That's how it's done. So you place a high value. You place a high value on relationships. I, I, it's all. Why is it that that? Oh, I had thirty rooms at Comic Con one year, and this woman came on. This woman canceled all thirty in my room. A day before Comic Con, right. I not only got those thirty rooms back, I got thirty more just so I could tell the woman who canceled the room, "Fuck you, I don't need your room." Mm. Now that's not a that that's that's about relationships. That's mm. not about that's not about that's not about um, it's it's about how you treat people. And what people don't understand about me is you really think I'm hanging with the people that I hang with that I'm getting these kind of things done because I'm funny or because I'm loud. Get the fuck out of here. Hmm. You know, Clarence Avon, arguably the most powerful man in music, right, who most people have never heard of because the people with that kind of juice, Clarence Avon, when, when, when he wanted me to come and talk to me about running Motown's film and whatever thing, I told him I couldn't go because it was my wife's weekend, and he, he, asked, he asked me if I liked Janet Jackson, if she liked Janet Jackson, I said, oh, she loves Janet Jackson. So this motherfucker, oh, she weeks. So Mr. Avant messages over, get this, he messages over nine tickets, I don't know why, nine tickets to Janet Jackson at Madison Square Garden in the first two rows for wow. her and eight of her friends. So my ass could be in L.A. talking about business. Wow. That's how it's done. Okay. Do you think that she gave a shit about me going to L.A. on her birthday weekend then? Uh, no. Right. And 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 I it 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 it's 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 not how much money you have and it's and how much power you have. It's how much money you can get a hold of. It's how much power you can you can you can you can muster to get something done. Okay. You know, I mean, I don't. I don't, you know, I, I'm, I'm anal. I like, I like doing, I like taking my time. And that's part of my, you know what? I wish I was fast with my shit, but I spend, I spend a lot of time making sure that the black panel, I mean, you, you see the write-up in The Guardian? 
That's the Guardian. That ain't Pete's favorite. That ain't Larry's blog. The Guardian is, they, first of all, they do something that most newspapers don't, I'm sorry, they, they vet. So anything that, that you see written there, they've already, they've got two sources checking that shit out. Mm-hmm. So if you're in, if you're in the Guardian, and that that article is so badass that I had a guy offer me a gig from Sweden. He was I was on a plane. He was reading this shit. I said, "Hey, you read about me?" He wasn't reading about me, but it was on the same page that he was reading. Right. And I'm like, "That's that's 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 me." And he read that shit. He was like, oh, "Would you like to come to us?" And no, I would not. I, I, no. <laughs> um, and, and oh, I read this. Yeah, my fault. It's the first yeah. one I read. My bad. That's some yeah. impressive shit, is it not? Yep. No, I'm not yep. trying to be. I'm not trying to be cute, but that's the Guardian. These are the guys that broke the Edward Snorton case. These are the people with the forty billion. The forty this billion. This is actually. Readers. This is actually the article that Roosevelt Pitt sent me. Well, what, this is the, what, 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 the, the thing about the thing about Roosevelt. It, Roosevelt gets it. Yep. Right. I'm not. I'm not. You know. <laughs> I would consider myself more, more than anything, a deal maker and a power broker. Okay. Right. But but but, I'm not really interested in anything more than I'm interested in in guys like Sean Montenborough, uh, Steve Harris, Chris Sotomayor, um, Carlos Frank. I mean, motherfuckers who came out of my studio having. Each of these guys got their own studio. They are not, they are not, they are creating their own entities. They're creating their own content and they're doing it in a way, and they're all professional. They, they don't look like each other, you know, mm-hmm. but imagine the power behind a Sean Martin, bro. You know what? I need, I need a big time colorist on this bitch. I think I'll call Chris to me because they were boys. They were boys. In, they were boys in, um, you know, they were studios together. That's what, that's what the white boys do. I mean, you went to Yale with somebody. You're like, you know, you're not calling the president. You're calling your classmates that you used to hang out with. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the power of those of Ivy League schools. And I've been to an Ivy League school. The power is the relationship. What all the only thing that college really proves the only thing, the most important thing about college, the most important thing about grad school, college, anything is one, and it doesn't matter what school you go to. Mm-hmm. One thing is universal. Finish. If that's what that's what it shows that you can do. You start something, you finish something. That's the importance of college. Yes, you can learn a little bit more about how whatever it works, but we never blah, 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 blah. right. So, but so that's let's... the importance of of those schools, and that's the sort of thing that I'm trying to get more of happening in the industry with, with these uh... young brothers and sisters who are doing great shit. Good. That's that's what I wanted to move into. So I, I talked to a lot of uh, uh, black comic book creators. They're writing, they're drawing, and sometimes they're saddle stitching. <laughs> you know, putting in the mail these books themselves. Um, yeah, they're doing way of Master PJ. Exactly. Is there is there yeah. some perspective, some advice that you would give them to help take their work to the next level? Um. Yeah, um, because everybody, I everybody mean, I talk to, they want their comic to become a movie. Everybody I talk well, to, well, well, see, that's the that's the problem, okay. right? That, that's the problem because if if you're an actress and you want to be a star, 
if you're a comic book artist and you want a movie made, then you're, then, 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 then you're not true. Then you're not true to the form. You don't want to fucking be. You don't want to tell stories. You want to be famous. And 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 here's the thing. Um, fame is fleeting. Mm-hmm. But but thirty years from now, you say the word Quincy Jones, and everybody's still gonna remember that motherfucker. Exactly. Thirty years from now. You know, maybe, maybe you'll, maybe you'll remember Britney Spears, maybe not. But you know you'll remember Chrissy Jones. Mm-hmm. And you know that you're going to remember Michael Jackson. You know that you're going to remember James Brown, right? And they felt what they did. What if you want to, if you're in this game to be famous and to make a lot of money, it's possible. But if you're if you want to, first of all, we need our own stories told by our own people. Right. We need to stop looking at people. Shit, take me for instance. People, people completely underestimate my ability because they, 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 they consider me loud and boisterous. No, I'm not loud. You know, if, if, if I was white, I'd be Howard Stern. Mm. You know, and if I, when I am loud, it's where people can hear me. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, a, and, a, and somebody that can't be bought, that's the nigga that you should be afraid of. Hmm. I'm the nigga that motherfuckers should be afraid of because you cannot buy me. Are you familiar with the Fountainhead? The book? Uh, no. I didn't, know that was gonna um, be a pop quiz. I didn't know there was going to be a pop well, quiz. Well, here's the thing. Once I tell you this shit, you can go look it up. In, I, I, in, I went to public schools. I went to public schools. Yeah, man, but you, you asked shit went to class. Um... <laughs> When in the Fountainhead, it's, 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 when I was a kid, I loved this book. But then I grew up. You know, this is the, the, the Fountainhead and Atlas Shrugs is the dawning literature of the far right. They okay. think of this shit as their Bible. Because there's a, in the Fountainhead, there's a guy named Rook, he's an architect, who refuses to conform. He's like, it's got to be my way. I won't take a Saturday. It's got to be my way. I will not do it your way. It's got to be my way. My way, my way, my way. My way. It's gonna be his way, and he's like, "I can give a fuck. You will pay me for what I do." And he, he, he's like, "This is what I do. It's mine. I own it. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. You want it? I, maybe I'll give you some, but you're gonna pay my price at my. T- you're gonna do whatever it is he was involved in. It was me, 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 me. I'm always amazed at the right. These motherfuckers. They talk this me, me, me shit, and then they quote Jesus, who was the biggest liberal in the history of liberals." Jesus was so liberal, he was conservative. Wow. That's what, you know, and, and, and they keep talking this bullshit. So, anyway, Rock will not conform. He will not alter his, his designs for anybody. Mm-hmm. Now, he meets this guy who's a newspaper executive who's like, motherfucker, you will do what I tell you to do. He's like a, he's supposed to be like a J. Randolph, I mean, a William Randolph Hearst. He's yes. supposed to be that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Think, think, think Murdoch, right? Okay. Rock like he can kiss my ass. And of course, you guys, no one's ever told him to kiss. No one's ever told me to kiss your ass before. You're my new best friend. <laughs> so he becomes best friend with this guy who, 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 who he just won't, who just won't kiss his ass. Right. So, and, and this guy owns a billion newspapers. And in one of his newspapers, I mean, and in, in, in most of his newspapers, he's got this, his, this, this critic, 
His name is Ellsworth Tui. And Tui <laughs> writes a a um Tui writes a a column called One Small One Small Voice, I think it is. Okay. And basically it's his criticism about art and architecture. Mm. You know, this is it. I mean, so basically with his with his um with, 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 he's very influential, right? So he's like, you know, I really like this building. I don't like it. And now Rourke is an architect. He hates Herman Rourke. He, wants, he thinks Rourke's shit is like, is like a penis on fire at a, at a, at a nunnery, right? Mm. So his boss is Rourke's new boy, right? Okay. So his boss says, yo, man, Ellsworth Tooley says, I mean, he says to Ellsworth Tooley, I want you to start writing good shit about my 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 best friend Herman Rock, and Tui says no. Mm-hmm. He said, "What, motherfucker? You can say no to me, Reno Randall Purse? I will fire your ass." So he fired him. Mm-hmm. Right? Then, well, Tui's fired, right? So then, the guy that the guy that the, the guy that runs the printing union heard that Tui was fired, and. As a show of solidarity, him and his men, him and his men go on strike because 10 years ago when the guy had no money, he was up and coming apprentice, Tui paid for his apartment rent. And the guy, the guy that runs the, the the guy that runs the typesetting, you know, Tui, Tui, Tui brought his family a sandwich once when they were starving. So Tui has got all these motherfuckers all over this newspaper who all him favors. Okay. Who who he who he has hooked the fuck up one way or the other. So eventually this motherfucker brings the newspaper the this 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 Captain Moon he brings it to his knees because they can't operate without the people that Tui has got in his pocket. Now I am not, everybody wants to be Rook, because Rook is idealistic, he's a, he's a, he's a stand-up for what I believe is right kind of guy. Everybody wants to be Rook in that scenario. I want to be Errol true. That's who I am, because I hook, I don't hook people up for gain, I don't, for personal gain, I hook people up because as an African-American man who was hooked up by my cousin, who told me to go out and do the same thing, each one, teach one, it is my place to do so. Now, my message may not please everybody, but I mm. see everybody still, but you know what? Everybody hates me up until it's time for my party. Right. Everybody, you know, everybody, everybody thinks I'm a mild off motherfucker up until it's time for my dinner. And you know what? I don't care about that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. Right? But, but if, when, when space were, <laughs> but the thing that happened to me at the Hilton, when they threw me out because somebody got upset because I said the word Lower Alabama and I didn't sue these people because although there was nothing they can do and I have them dead to rights, I wanted to I wanted to project change by by the only thing I asked for was a letter of apology mm-hmm. and for them not to fire the guy because the guy was a person of color because I figured the next person, the next family of color that walked into that hotel if there was no room at the end, that guy would take him to his house and make room. That's how you affect real change. Yeah. This motherfucker did what he did to me because in Orange County, 
you could you can threaten somebody black with calling the police when they haven't done anything. Because the Orange County police will show up and they will escort you off the premises because that's what they do. And what I would do is say, officer, I didn't do anything wrong. They wouldn't want to hear it. And would I have been stopped? Probably not. Would I have been harassed? Maybe not. But at the time I was suffering from severe depression, let's just say I wanted to be that nigga that day. Let's just say I wasn't putting up with no bullshit that day, and I decided, you know what? You are not going to do this to me. I did nothing. There is, there is no reason for me to be put out of this hotel where I am a gold member, and I've got two sweets. There's no reason. And would I have resisted arrest? Physically, no. But you know how you just don't move. And but so, there's a, so would anything have happened to me? Probably not. But you and I both know there's a chance it may have. So the fact that there's a chance, let me just finish this thing. The fact that there's even, a, even a, the, the smallest chance that it may have, this motherfucker put my life at risk. So, so what do I do? I, instead of going, oh, motherfucker, you about, to, you about to pay me, which I had every right to do. But no, 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 no. I wanted to effect real change. And what do they do? You know what? They, they write me this bullshit better of apology. And, and, then, and then they offer me unlimited stays at their hotel. That shit lasted for two stays. And then they stopped answering my phone and they pretended like, I'm like, all right, all right, motherfucker. All right, you want to play that game? I can play that game. You know, let's, mm-hmm. let's have that conversation. Like that, man. But anyway, the point is, is that I don't, I don't think it's important for me to rail against the machine each time the machine rails against me. I think it's important for me to to take advantage of that machine each time um, because because it, these things that thing never would have went to court. They would have taken one look at that case and said, "Motherfucker, you better you better write this boy a check because what you did was just ridiculous, right?" So it was, a, it was just free money for me, but I don't think that way. Right. But I, and so so because I think any young brother who would do what he did to me, you know, needs to be schooled in, in the ways of how we should be treating each other. Exactly. And clearly, they, 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 learned, they, they learned that they, they, they learned that lesson until they, until, they, until they decided that, you know, they didn't need me anymore. So I'm like, all right, man, all right, I got something for you. Like that, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, some of us, uh, you know, we 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 uh, we go harder on our folks than the white folks do. So I, I get that, you know, I get that. Um, I, I, we've well, been talking. I mean, if, if you have an opportunity, if you have an opportunity to affect real change, uh-huh. if you send me, because the only reason you call a cop on somebody, I mean, come on, low, I said the word low Alabama. How is that? How can you defend that in court? If I would have took my dick out and said low Alabama, bitch. Maybe then they would have had reasons. Maybe, maybe then they would have had reasons to throw me out. Mm-hmm. But I could say, well, she, 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 she started talking to me, and I figured this is what she wanted. Anyway, but what they did was so freaking ridiculously racist that for me to think, you know what? I'm not even. I'm, I just want to make sure that this young brother understands that not everybody that walks in here with bite skin has some juice. And then they turn around, like, fine. But, but now, when I do go hard, you know, people, 
people people remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and but I'm not proud of that shit, man. I don't I don't think that you you I don't think because you can do a thing, you should do a thing. Right. I mean, you stayed on code. I think the I think the phrase now is staying on code. I think you did that. I think you showed the young brother, you know, the 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 proper way to to handle a slight and uh and, and not you know sacrifice him on the altar of his own ignorance um i want to get but back to uh his, his boss but then his boss this 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 writer person decided yeah. that he's going to stop returning my calls and he's going to lie about when he's in about when he's in and all i want is all i want oh, you know what you 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 offer me your hospitality and now i can't get you on the phone I, i'm supposed to keep i'm supposed to be, and you know they're just playing this shit so I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm, all right, let's let's, because you don't you don't deal with that level, man. You you make this a problem for corporate, right? Because what they did was just so fucked up. And you know what? You know what's even you know what's even more prevalent when they dragged that that guy off of the United Airlines flight. Yeah, the uh, doctor. And this is not a joke. This is not a joke. I am not kidding, and I am not being funny. When I saw that tape. That shit, it flashed back what they did to me at the Hilton. And then I started to think about my frame of mind Mm -hmm. and whether or not, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, it could have went so, so, and the fact that, you know, and I I literally had to go see, I had to to go to the emergency room because I I thought I was about to have a heart attack. Anxiety. I thought I was, I thought I was about to freaking have a heart attack because that shit just made me crazy. Yep. I think so, that every so, black man who's 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 you know ever uh, allowed himself to express his temper in public, and he has he's had come into contact with some cops. I've been there a couple times. You know hmm. what I mean. I'm one of the few black yeah, men. For the grace of God, exactly. you and I are still alive. I, I'm one of it, that yeah. Went yep. So much, yeah. I'm you, one of, you, my, if there's a white <laughs> woman running in front of you for the bus. Would you think twice about running for the same bus that she was in front of you? I would. Yeah. I would not want to run for a fucking bus if there was a white woman running in front of me because that shit, it just made it wrong to somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality of how we, you and I are living. You know, I mean, when people like dismiss that, oh, come on, you're being, you're, you're being absolutely, really? Really? 12-year-old kid minding his business, playing with a gun. On the tape, it said, oh, it's probably a toy. <laughs> They rolled up less than two seconds later. Twelve year old kid with the toy gun is dead. I mean, in my mind, that's premeditated. It's no way you can you can jump out of that car. They had it in their fucking mind. They're gonna blow this kid away, and they knew it was was a kid. Black gun, black gun, and that there was no. That was it. There was no halt. There was no put the hands in there. Here's what you do: you park twenty fucking feet away, you get on the blood on, and you say, "Get the gun down." But no, 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 come on. Well, I mean, that's I mean, if you, you wanted you to online? uphold. Have the, you seen YouTube yeah. videos online of these white people? And, and, and I've got a pregnant bone in my body. I really don't, you know. Um, but but have you seen the YouTube videos of white people getting stopped by the cops and they get out the car and they're ripping up fucking, and they're ripping up tickets and they're screaming, I ain't gonna pay this bullshit. And the cops just sort of looking at them. Sure. Can you imagine one of you and me doing that shit? Nope. Can you imagine us tearing up a ticket in front of some cops and getting out the car and going, you know, I ain't shit? Can you imagine doing that shit and living to tell about it? Mm. And we have every right to do that. But we, but the reality is, 
we can't. Shit, when a, a, a cop stops me, if I go, excuse me, officer, I half expect to be shot. Yeah. Not because any cop is a bad cop, but because I don't. you don't need to meet every cop. You just need to meet that one cop that's, right. that's a bad cop. And, yeah. and you know, man, and, and, and no, just really, like I said, my mom was on the now, job. Now, I so thought I, that things was that. cool. You in, you in California, I thought things were cool down in California. That's the liberal promised land. What are you talking about? How you live? How you vote? <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, I'm on the block. I'm the only African American on this block. Okay. And the, the, the time that I moved in, this woman next door said to me when I was moving in, she said, You tell the owners when they get here, she's in the 80s or whatever, that, 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 that come and say hello. I'm like, All right. Two days later, I'm still. I'm still unpacking shit, right? Right. Right? Because I don't want people handling my comics and my toys because I'm able like that. Mm. Right? All the furniture over the end, but my my my, my collectible, that's that's me. Right. I told you to tell no, I just let it no, I just let that shit go. Right? Um but, but the third time she did this shit, I who whoever was driving her, I didn't know if it was a son or it was a, if it was a, a caretaker. I said, you know, you might want to, you might want to, you know, I mean, I mean this is getting kind of old. Well, where are the owners? I said, motherfucker, you looking at the owner, bitch. <laughs> and I said, where are the white women? Well, well, like, like I owe him some sort of, some sort of, like, like I owe him some sort of, some sort of, I mean, come on, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, an 80 year old woman stuck in her way, that I get. Right. It was a rookie. I was in a dollar store buying some candles because that's what I do with the dollar store and picking up bitches. No, I'm kidding. Um, um, <laughs> um, and this woman, this Russian woman, literally shoves me out of the way. She did a truck, but she shoved, she shoved me so hard I thought I was gonna fall. Damn. She must have been like eighty-five, right? So mm-hmm. I said, uh, "Okay, you're in a hurry, right?" She looked at me. She said, "She said something that shit, but somebody told me that shit meant." Meant, meant nigger in, 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 in some language I didn't understand. Wow. So I said, very quietly, tell her I'll see her tonight. Wow. Just like that. I'll see her tonight. <laughs> and I just left. Hmm. See you later. <laughs> so you're telling me that California is not as progressive as uh, we're all led to be here on look, the, in the rest I of the country. I don't like L.A. I don't like LA because I'm a New Yorker. Um, okay. There's nothing left for me in New York now um, because, like, you know, I, my all my immediate family are gone, and I'm not fucking going to see Wonder Woman. Um, mm. And my, my 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 the view from my house in, in New York was the World Trade Center. That was wow. my subway stop. So so yeah. So going. So that 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 that's 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 that'll that'll fuck you shit up. Yeah. So um, it's it's not. I don't think California is racist. Mm-hmm. Um, I think first of all, li- there's liberal, which means we believe you know a liberal by definition thinks that the environment is important. Doesn't necessarily mean that thinks that their neighbor is important, right? And uh, to be honest, now, man, most now that's beautiful most people, right there. That's very insightful. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, 
Because my, my definition uh, of liberal was they didn't beat their slaves. That's <laughs> like another fucking rock world, man. Another rock world for years had people thinking, you know, that he never used the camera. And he didn't. He had his own photographer. So he could say that he never used the camera. No, they didn't beat that shit. They had somebody else beat their fucking slaves. That's fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, you know, I mean, I, I was, you know, but here's the thing, here's the, here's the big problem with the Republican Party. Yeah. First of all, black people, by definition, are conservative. If it wasn't for the social issues, we, we should all be voting Republican, yep. right? Because we are some conservative people. But, you know, I got this thing about, you know, that you, you know, I mean, I don't care who you love. I don't care what, what you eat or who you worship, right? The fact that you might care, that's a problem for me. You know, you might care who, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, I don't really think Allah's got a problem with Jehovah, mm-hmm. you know? You know, so, you know, but they both probably got a problem with Trump who think he think that. That's sick. Let, let me get off that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, you were about to ask me a question about uh, life, life in somewhere. I was going to, well, I, I know that, you know, I don't know if, tell me, is this true? Is L.A. to California the same as New York City? To New York State, because New York State is rural. You know what I mean. New York State is a is a is a cow tripping. Don't don't get caught in the wrong part of town during spring break action, man. New York State's no fucking joke, man. Mm. Upstate New York is just like it's just like the South in certain parts. Right. I mean, um, certain parts are very nice, like mm-hmm. Cortland by Syracuse, very nice. You know, I mean, um, but you know, I don't judge whole community by what I hear. As a matter of fact, Orange County has a horrendous reputation for being anti-African-American. And up until that shit happened to me, I never had a problem. And I may never have a problem again. But mm-hmm. I did have a problem, and it was, and it was, in, and it was in Orange County. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know what? I don't... You know, racism is so stupid, man. It's like, it's like, really, I mean, skin color, the dick thing I get, I can see why you'd be upset because our dicks are so much, you know, so much bigger, you know. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, just had to pick mine up. Damn it. <clears throat> Broke another table. To me, uh, people like yourself who've achieved so <laughs> much. <laughs> people who, people like yourself who've achieved so much. It reminds me, you ever watch Naruto? This might be, uh, it's my slip the what? Naruto. It's an anime my kids uh, used to watch. So it's this. It's a cartoon, and there's this character named uh, I think it's Rocky, Rock Lee, and uh, Rock Lee is supposed to. Be, so basically, it's like a, a school for ninjas, essentially, and they have superpowers. Oh, that's kind of slick. I like that. So you know, the, I don't the, think I watched it, but I, but I will. <laughs> yeah. So the the point is, I think that Rock Lee which was like a Bruce Lee kind of character, represents African-Americans. The thing about Rock Lee is he would fight, and his thing was speed, but he always wore ankle weights and wrist weights on his wrists. And Why? He, to, 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 to give him a handicap? Exactly. And so he was, you know, strong and fast, but when, you know how the comics are written, oh, he's about to get beat up, he's about to, Then he takes the weights off, and then he's yeah. like fucking... To me, racism and, you know, lack of, you know, capital and all that kind of shit is weights on African-American. We still do it. We still make it happen. You know what I mean? 
Um, so, I think you know that's I mean? taking racism, the, Go ahead. Yeah, you, 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 you see, here's, here's, here's my... Here's my racism for... I have one, I have one, one, one conspiracy theory. Okay. Um, and it has to do with blacks, Jews, and Latinos. There was a time when black Jews and Latinos all voted the same way. Right. They all supported each other. I mean, if you take a look at those marches on Washington, <clears throat> um, there was some. You know, I mean, look at the, there was some serious Jewish representation there. There was some serious Jewish and Latino representation um, throughout the civil rights movement. Um, but I really think that if you if you put a, a people against each other. That's the quickest way to, 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 to change your to change your voting box. You know, I mean, it's like you put black people against Latino, whatever. So I think that there is a concerted effort to create a division amongst minorities, and I think that racism exists mostly when you get a bunch of motherfuckers together who are filling each other's dicks, mm. or you get this crazy, or you get this guy, the extreme is this crazy guy talking shit to these two girls <clears throat> on 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 the train and, and these two people came three people came to help them and two or three of those guys ended up dead. I mean that's that's a whole other level of racism. That's that's just hatred. You know? Yeah. But I think that we you know I, you see, I always marvel at the fact that black people are always so accepting we are so accepting of people within who, who, who come at us um, with, even if they got some kind of, you know, some kind of history. I mean, when that guy went in and he shot nine black people who were worshiping at that church, the relatives and friends of those people was like, we forgive you. Mm. And I don't know if I could have been that guy. Michael, man, I think that was a setup, brother. I think because a couple of weeks, like a week or so later, I think it was like a week or so later, Congress was able to fast track like several thousand dollars to that church. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's not like a setup to me, man. Well, I, I, how you I, gonna have church I, like a week later after nine people got murdered? <laughs> y'all got them. What, what kind of mops y'all got over there? Y'all, what, what kind well, of plastic? You know, man, I mean, Come on, you, man. You, 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 you can't. You can't. You, you smell can't, that? You, you smell that? That's a, what, that smell what, like a false flag. What I would do, and what you would do, and what somebody else would do in the same situation. It's like, man, you come to my house, man, the first thing that people are going to start doing, you come to my house, if, if, I, if I'm ever robbed, they're going to go for the TV, they're going to go for the computers and shit, but this, the most valuable shit, they're going to pass by because they don't know. It's, right. it's, it's a painting hanging on the wall, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and if I had a choice between if I had to save one thing in my house, mm-hmm. right, after anybody living here had to get out, mm-hmm. right, it would be, it would be, uh, a, a captain action action figure, you know. Uh, um, maybe if, if my dog was still around, I'd be hey, you know, I'll, 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 maybe you better get out, motherfucker. Because you know, but but the value that I put on things is 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 I, I never tell anybody. I just can't I just can't get into the telling people how they should and what's important to them yeah. because I've got I've got some GDAD goals in my collection, which I didn't pay top dollar for them, but 
but but but they're worth a grip. And anybody coming in who's not into what it is that I'm into would uh-huh. take a look at me and think I'm crazy. You, I, have, you I haven't heard I it. haven't heard a grip in a long time. <laughs> I haven't heard a grip since I lived in Philadelphia. That's cool. It's like you've got I mean, the, the box drop, the, the box drop that just sold for $100 million or whatnot. Man, it's all subjective. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I had that kind of money, would I pay that kind of money for the painting? Uh, probably not. A hundred million, if they have $100 million to drop on something, that means that I got to have at least a billion in the bank. So what would I do with, what would I spend $100 million on? I'd probably build a community center mm-hmm. or some shit like that or uh, a build a, you know what? If I had, if I was going to spend some money like that, I'd build a back cave. I'd have a real back cave. Gotcha. That shit would, I would do some shit like that. But would I spend it on a painting? Um, no, I wouldn't. But then again, I'm not, you know, that's not my mindset, man. I would much prefer, I would much prefer to do good with the money than, than that. It's all space anyhow, man. It doesn't mean anything. It's, it's what somebody will pay for. Yeah. It's amazing that this entire the stock market is like people start losing their minds over some shit. The stock goes down, you know, on speculation. That's not, that, that doesn't seem like, I think my grandmother and, and probably your grandmother had the right idea. Keep your money in the, in the, in the blanket, you mm-hmm. know, because, uh, you know, I mean, what the stuff that I invest in, I don't even think about it. Yeah. You know, because, because it's, 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 it's not real money. Until it's gone. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Listen, man, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna presume too much on your time. I'm looking at the blackpanel.com, the blackpanel.com, and in 2015 you had a neo. Yeah, I man, go to the alumnus. Go to your look. There's a thing for uh, it says alumnus on there. All right, panel go to, alumni. There's a task for alumnus, man. Uh huh. And so while I preview this, um, tell me what you got cooking for 2017. Well, it's the 20th ordinary. Let me get into my white guy uh, game show voice. Well, it's the 2017 Black Panel. And on the panel this week, <laughs> and, you know, after 20 years, the Black Panel found calling it the 20th year. Um, but this time, it's going to be shot with people who are going to be black. That's what it's going to be. There'll be some Negroes on the panel and uh, probably some white people on the panel. And eventually, I'm not telling you anybody. Now, when I'm not announcing that shit, I can't announce it. I can't announce this shit. You know, I'm not gonna do that, man. Until that shit, until Comic Con announces it, I can't announce that shit, man. Help, that's better what that shit would be. I will tell you this: Martin Luther King will not be on the panel. Not because I don't want him on the panel, because he's not available. I got you. Well, I'm looking at the alumni. <laughs> but, um, I see Bill. Yeah, Duke. you tell me that. I, you tell me that I ain't got that. That 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 shit is not impressive. No, it, absolutely. Uh, Cree Summer, we all know her from Different World, but she did a lot of voice work. I'm familiar hey, with her it's stuff. It's a different world. You, gotta, you can't say a different world without singing like, it's a different world, where we come from. Yeah, That was a great show for a couple of seasons, and that shit just went bad fast. Yeah, we, could, we could use right, a but, show like that. Now, there's nothing for my kids to watch on TV now, man. It's bullshit. Oh, man. Um. Oh, okay, now, now, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, they're not kids anymore. Like twenty, nineteen, whatever. But wait a minute, you got, you, you, wait a minute, you like, you got, you got nineteen year old. Yeah, my son, kids? my son actually, he's he's in Japan, and um, you talked about going to France. You know, I, I wanted him to. He, he's studying Japanese. I'm like, okay, well, you need to, you need to move. You about know all I mean? that language. 
But they do so love the brothers over there. Yeah, yeah. But that, that'll help the yeah, motivation. So, not, not that I care because I'm in a committed relationship with whatever Japanese lady calls me after this interview. <laughs> but, okay. uh, but yeah, man. Uh, see, yeah, Dennis uh, Cohen is here. And that's Cowan, it. man. It's Dennis Cowan, man. Cowan. Dennis Cowan. 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 I met so many Cohen's. Not Dennis life. Cohen, man. Does he, and, does he look uh, like a Cohen brother, man? Does he look Jewish? Public school. Public school. Public school. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Derek Dingle, uh, of course, the great yeah, Dwayne Derek Duffy. Dingle, Dennis Cowan, yeah. Erica yeah, Alexander, yeah. she's married to one of my heroes. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, look, else. hold on a second, man. Hold on a second, hold on a second. All right. It's the non-express cancer call. Hold on a second. Hello? It's la- I am the lady of the house. How can I help you? I'm sorry? Okay, you're looking for money? Okay, how much would you like? You're not even listening to me, are you? Is it recording? You're a robot. Come on! Yeah, I'm totally editing that out. <laughs> totally do you, do you, do, do you, you believe? It's like, like, I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, this bitch ain't even listening to me. Like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, that's funny, man. So they keep talking. Yeah, they keep talking. What's the robot? So, uh, so Mr. Michael Davis, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it officially, it's Dr. Michael Davis because I got a PhD. Oh, you word? Know? That's all right, man. That's all right. Oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 man. <laughs> that, that, yeah, yeah, well, it stands for pretty. Never mind. I got yeah, you, man. I, mean, you know, I got you. So, uh, let me. Yeah. Any, any Sorry, party? I only, I, only bring that out. I only bring that out when I want to piss off people. I got yeah. you. I got yeah. you, man. Well, this this conversation yeah. has been a roller coaster ride. I feel like I'm talking to uh, Lex Luthor in one second and the Joker in the next. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, 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 so all villains, huh? All villains. I, I can't get Lex Luthor. I can't get Lex Luthor and and and, and Commissioner Gordon. No, I gotta get Lex oh, Luthor. No, no, Mister Gordon is too square. I gotta get. I gotta get the uh, homicidal maniac. No, and this, man. And this ruthless, industrialist, no head. The 12th level I intellect. Mean, and, and somebody with a, with oh, a, with a sense of humor. I can't get Brainiac and, 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 and the thinker, you know, I mean, technically they're both bad. But I can't get Bob Clint, wait, I can't get, I can't get Reed Richards. And, uh, oh, wait a minute. Or uh, maybe I could be, um, this is my pet peeve, uh, you know, uh, the, the uh, this character, I forget the name of a man, but uh, he's a he's a. I can't believe I forget. The That's name what happened when you get a, over thirty. Your memory, the first thing to go. No, the first thing to go is your is your, is your free pass to the Comic Con. I was going to hook you up. With. That's right, man. Yeah. That's right, man. You, get, you know, you know. That's right, man. You got you know, you just come and just come and breathe the air. Yeah, um, man. Yeah. Um, uh, what's the name of this damn character, man? It's by Mark Millar. Uh, it's a black character. Leonard Jenkins is his is was his name when he was a he was a gamma ray scientist who was the smartest man in the Marvel universe because he figured out the he figured out the Hulk formula mm-hmm. where he can become the Hulk. But he maintains his intellect. Oh right? wow! So, I know that one. oh no, it's a black guy. 
He fit, oh, you, oh you, you'll love this, man. This is this is something. This is something that 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 you will love. This must so, be on Earth seven seven eighty five. No, no, man, so. no, no. Ma, you know, Mark Millar is a is a really good writer. He the guy behind Kick Ass, those okay. movies. I mean, he's, oh, a, he's, wow. he's a big okay. time writer. Uh, he's, he's no joke, man. He's no joke. Okay. So anyway, the the, the so the guy's name is Leonard Jenkins, Doctor Leonard Jenkins. Okay, and he cracks the Hulk formula. Mm-hmm. So he can he he gets the powers of the Hulk, but he maintains his intellect. Mm-hmm. So that makes him the smartest man in the Marvel universe. Smarter than Reed Richards, smarter than um, Tony Stark, yep. smarter than um, Doctor Doom. So a black man is the smartest man in the Marvel universe. And do you know what this genius? Psychiatrist, a scientist does with the powers of the Hulk and his genius intellect. I have no idea. Fight bad guys. Well, that's not a He fights bad guys. What he does is he changes his name from Leonard Jenkins to Tyrone Cash, and he becomes a motherfucking drug dealer. And that is not a joke. <sighs> he maintains. He maintains his intellect. He decides. Forget this scientist shit. Let me change my name to Tyrone Cash and become a drug dealer. Yeah, well, yeah. Look, look up. Look up. Now, why is that a problem for me? <laughs> no reason. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, why I read black comics, man. I don't even fuck, I don't even fuck with them types of things, man. It's too... Well, well I yeah, mean, but, but here's the thing, man. Up until me... Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe, maybe because maybe because people are afraid of Mark Millar. I don't understand this, you know, pissing off people who've never written you a check in the first place. What the fuck is he going to do to me? Right. What poss- what possible thing can he do to me that he didn't, that, what, what, he, yo, man, you're talking about one of my characters, I will have you trashed. And, I mean, I mean and he got a good, he's a good writer. I mean, I mean he's a really good writer. Mm-hmm. But that's, but, 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 but to have that kind of character exist anywhere on the planet and, and not to have someone speak out is just ridiculous. It's like, I, it's like, suppose I came up with a character called um, Queen Elizabeth, $2 whore. You know? Maybe that's, maybe that's, maybe that's my graphic novel, Queen Elizabeth, $2 whore. She's the queen, she's the queen of England, but in her, <laughs> but in her, but in her, but in a secret, but, but she, she, she gets the power of the hope and sticks her to the whore. But she's still the, but she's still the queen of England. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, for example, nothing but love and respect for her majesty. But come on. Mm-hmm. But, but this is just the same thing. He's, he's a renowned scientist, man. It's not like he was just messing around Putting, you know, putting a, uh, putting fluids. You know, he, he, this shit happened by accident. He meant to do this. He meant to harness the power of the Hulk. He was mm-hmm. successful. He maintains his intellect. So he's one of the most powerful men in the world, and one of the most brilliant men in the world. So what do we do with that brilliance and that power? We, we become a drug dealer, but not just any drug dealer. He has his own cartel. So I guess it means he's a businessman. I suppose. I suppose. So I'm going to plug my uh, plug my one thing before I get off the comment. 
Wayne Gray and I, you know, we'll be announcing it coming up. Okay. Uh, And um, if you want to go, give me a a call back uh, after I hit this edited version because I don't want to hit it. So what do you think black people should do with their talent? And then I hear, be a two-dollar whore. You know, I don't want, you know, don't be editing my shit, man, because, no, man. man. I'm don't, too lazy don't do to do that, man. Don't do it, man. Let me tell you something about the internet <laughs> and my podcast. The internet has taught us that people enjoy the most <laughs> mundane. Check it out. The most mundane. People enjoy that. They actually like people talking. They actually play it in the background. They're, they're doing laundry. They're on the bike or whatever. Yeah, man. And, and this kind of conversation, I, I never had these type of conversations in the barbershop, right? But I've had these conversations in the park with my friends 2 o'clock in the morning, and everybody had a brown bag. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had these those, type of conversations. Those are the best conversations that, when you're going to have a conversation, when you're going to have the unsolicited conversation, you don't know where that shit is going, yep. but then somehow you 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 cross streams at, yep. some, at some level, mm. that, that's some powerful shit, man. That, that's crazy. Then you know, as as um, we close but, out, as we close out, as we close can out. I through, can I finish throwing my shit before you, before, you know, you get nine hours of my time and you're going to credit my, so uh, what do you think you should tell a young black man who want to get into this business? Two dollar whore, be a dude whore, you know. I wanted you, you know, to so, do, I wanted you to do five minutes on Trump. Well, here's the thing with Donald Trump. Because mm-hmm. people like always think linearly, like, oh, this is the end. Oh, they say the same shit no, about Bush end. W. Not, they Trump say the same the shit about Reagan. Trump is not the problem. The problem is is the good people, and I'm not being funny. I am not being funny. The good people who actually believe this man gives a fuck. <laughs> now, <laughs> the... the this is this is this is what I know. This is what I know about us as black people. A lot of people, a, a lot of people, a lot of white people, especially, cannot believe how we supported OJ. Now, did OJ do it? I don't fucking know. I don't. I don't actually. Honestly, I don't think he did it because he's not that good an actor. I don't right? think he did but it either. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let's just say everybody thinks he did it, and we know. We know that black people. Even if they thought he did it, didn't care. Right. It was about payback. That really wasn't about OJ and those poor people and, 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 and having people in my family murdered. I had no, nothing, I had nothing but respect for those two people who, who, who were murdered, right. right? But we all know that there were some people that didn't care. It was mm-hmm. about payback. It was about, it was about you and me not being able to run behind a bus. Right. Because we don't want to get like we 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 chasing a white woman, mm-hmm. right? So so it was about that. It was about how do you like it now? But but the minute he got arrested for that 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 that, that kid, I'm like that motherfucker's going to jail forever. Now here's the yeah. thing: they threw the book at him. They threw the book at him. It was his first offense. Remember, he was found not guilty. So yeah. he had a he had a absolute absolute clean record and they mm-hmm. the average sentence for what he did was probation mm-hmm. that was the average sentence for a first time it's not really you just have to be there you wasn't it was probation or a year and a half they, they gave that motherfucker 30 years 
Ain't that a bit? So that's the way. But, 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 okay, but the Trump thing. So white people, a lot of white people can't understand why we rooted for OJ. And frankly, I didn't root for him, but I wasn't upset that he got off. Right. right? Because we know that there is injustices in the world. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if every day Donald Trump goes in front of millions of people and blatantly lies. Now, not only does he blatantly lie, he lies about shit that Stevie Wonder can see as bullshit. Right. He lies about things which is so... And then he, he doubles down on that lie. Mm-hmm. He, he might Obama wiretap me and he's born in Israel and his mother was a was a baboon from Russia and this motherfucker just talking smack, talking smack and it, they, and, it, and people keep making excuses for him. Yep. Now watch now watch this. Right? They keep no matter what he does, they keep making excuses. The motherfucker lied about Obama, they lied about the Central Park Fox. And no matter what, DNA comes back. I don't believe in DNA. I don't believe in it. DNA doesn't tell a story. I know. I know I was Trump. You know, a lot of people were telling me that DNA is really unimportant. A lot of people. A lot of people tell me that, that, that I got a very big. A lot of people tell me this. Not any women, but initially. So, so, so he lies. He there's no there, there is there is no ifs no buts. It's clear is the fact that I am speaking words out my mouth. He's lying. Everybody knows it, and they accept this shit, and they make up for it. Now, back to OJ. If OJ got out, he got off, and then the next day with breaking news, there's a there's a videotape which surfaced of OJ killing two motherfuckers and looking at the camera and continuing to kill those motherfuckers. I have... I have it a good. I'm thinking that maybe black people would go, "Oh shit, the motherfucker's a murderer." Right. Perhaps, perhaps he should. Perhaps we should stop supporting this motherfucking murderer. Right. I'm pretty sure that we would go. Fuck. We would take a look at that case and go, "That motherfucker is a murderer." Right. We wouldn't go. Well, you know, you know th- that it may not have been a knife he was stabbing with. That may have been a that 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 could be that that could be special effects. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that he was yelling, I'm killing these people, that could be, I don't know, you know what, we would not make excuses for something we would see with our own eyes. Right. We would not make excuses. This motherfucker said that he had the biggest inauguration since crowds gathered in the history of crowds. And you look at the pictures, and there were 17 people there. <laughs> and, and you could see that there were 17 people there. Right. And 16 of those motherfuckers' last name was Trump. Right. So... Clearly, he's lying, and people keep supporting him. I see OJ stab a motherfucker. I'm thinking OJ's guilty. I see OJ stab. I see OJ coming out of a room, dripping with blood, a knife in his hand, saying, "I had to kill the bitch. I had to kill the bitch." I'm thinking OJ's guilty. Mm-hmm. I don't. And, and you know what? We black people, we we're stubborn. But we're not stupid. We right. don't look at shit. We don't look at the dick and call it a uh, uh, a piece of pizza pie. We don't do that. Oh, what is this? Man, if a bottle would have said some shit like an alternate truth, oh, there's alternative facts. Really? So if I put my foot so 
going to the hospital with that being on turn. But I call it, I call it a, a you know, smuggle. Would that be no true fact? If I tried to kick your lungs in, but I call it a a, a, a welcome home snuggle, would, would, would that pass? That's what I don't understand, man. How can you support this? You can't, how can you support this guy who, who just who just talks smack? And it's like, people were telling me, I don't want people to tell the president shit. I want to hear this. My advisors, you know, from, 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 uh, the CIA, this motherfucker insults the intelligence community. He insults the people whose job it is to find out shit about you. <laughs> now, you know what I'm waiting for you to mention, right? No, wait. He insults people whose job it is, is to find shit. It's, it's like, don't be surprised. Breaking news, the sound you're hearing in the back of you is the sound of peeing. Yes, that's Donald Trump being peed on. But I don't get it. I don't, how can you continue to support this guy? Mm. How is he a role model for anyone's child? They show his wife. Every time he, they show people, his wife is swatting his hand away. Get the fuck away from me. Bitch, don't you cut me, Donald. If Michelle would have did that once to Obama, he would have been impeached. Mm. So what were you waiting for me to answer? Like the black people would support Trump? Nah. How this how Trump nope. How Trump is using yeah. social media to fucking rock markets to uh oh, dude. I mean what Trump? did Trump? you ever Trump? see this shit coming? He tweets more than my daughter. Here's the thing with, with hindsight. They mm. say hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, well I don't do hindsight. If I if I suspect I write that shit down then I can then then I can because I tell people all the time this is what's gonna happen. People people don't want to listen to me, but I am almost never wrong. Actually, I am never wrong. I just like to say you know I, exactly what Trump's doing. I predict exactly what 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 happened with me and Milestone. I predicted that. I predicted the static TV show. I predicted pretty much the the reason Milestone is in the state they're in now, and I can even tell you what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen is they'll they'll be fine. You know, this shit, trust me, the, 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 when the shit, when the stuff comes out, it's going to be, it's going to be rocket. It's going to be badass, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, you need a guy like me to put, put your foot up somebody's ass and go, oh, by the way, you know what? It's been seven years. But, but, but Trump, the, the thing about it is this, how, this is what I used to tell young people. There's a whole, you know, you, you know how you go to the supermarket and you pick up the, the world, and, uh, but National Enquirer actually got some, has actually got some uh, some reporters working there now. Mm-hmm. Ever since they busted um, uh, that senator, uh, John, what's his name? Um, ever since they busted that cinema, that 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 that, that senator that was going to be president, they the one now from North have Carolina. Got yeah, to my John, John Edwards. Edwards. Ever since they ever since they busted him, um, people people take that shit seriously. But you know, you still see stuff like from World News Daily. Yeah. Aliens have Michael Jackson's penis and shit. And here's the thing. We may get a we may get a giggle out of that. You know, you live in a metropolitan city. Yeah. I, I've lived in a metropolitan city all my life. And you know what? I I but there's a whole mid section of America that believes that shit. Mm. We may think that shit is funny, 
we may think that those people are yokels. Mm-hmm. And and but but those yokels got together and elected a a megalomaniac. Mm. He literally is putting his dick in a crazy man's face. Talk about kiss it. You don't you don't play you don't play chicken with nuclear weapons. Mm. Now let's talk about a preemptive strike. We're talk, he's talking about nuking a city, regardless of what you think of the regime. The regime isn't the people. The people happen to be, they, they, they are unfortunate enough to live under that maniac. But still, we're talking about millions of people, and we're just going to dismiss their existence right. in a conversation, in a tweet. And right. every time he talks shit, they launch another missile. They're daring that motherfucker to talk shit. Mm. Every time Trump says, hey, hey, these motherfuckers better fuck, they not Now they're talking about they can reach California. I'm a little bit upset with that because I'm in California. Right. Now what they should do is reach the fucking Hilton. I can tell them exactly which Hilton they should reach. <laughs> right? I thought y'all but, was going to succeed, what? man. What happened to that? Say that again? I thought y'all was going to succeed from the union, man. California was talking about, you know. Man, man, man. Like, y'all talking about look, breaking out. California stand. That succeeds for the union shit, man. It's kind of like... I think that that's just a ploy to get some more state and federal money. I mean, some more... You know what? I, I, you know what? I mean, if you really want to succeed for the union, you wouldn't say anything. You just do it. Right. You just bogle out that shit. Or we do not recognize that. Right. You know? I mean, if you think in our lifetime, in your, my lifetime, in your lifetime, did we ever think that we would be in a situation where no one's keeping an eye on is the doomsday clock. Every single time Trump says something, the doomsday clock, motherfucker, it is five past 12 on your yeah. doomsday clock. Yeah. Because, because, look, all jokes aside, I used to envy that man. I used to write a column called The Art of the Deal. I used to envy him. I've met him. I thought he was cool. Mm-hmm. And... But, but man, it's crazy. He's talking about, he's, he has no idea what it's like to be president of the United States. I was a history minor. I know, I know shit about law, but I'm not equipped to be president of the United States. I am not qualified to be president of the United States. And I'm a history, I'm a history maniac. Mm. I mean, shit, man. You know, to me, the movie, you have a is wasn't just a motherfucking real estate deal. Right. That motherfucker has no idea what, what what he's doing. And people are co-signing his crazy shit. Yep. And, dude, man, I feel really bad for those well-intentioned people who got to somehow find a way to explain this maniac to their kids. Mm. Well, Uncle Donald was a little touched. The president of the United States is being laughed at, which means we're being laughed at. Yeah. He is, I mean, can you imagine, look, love him or hate him, Barack Obama was a gentleman, a statesman, shit, man, love him or hate him, Richard Nixon was a gentleman. Richard Nixon was a statesman. He was a politician. Richard Nixon was a crook, but he knew his shit. Right. You know, and here's the thing. Yeah, Nixon was a crook, 
But he was, but when he was elected, nobody knew he was a crook. Yeah. When Trump was elected, everybody knew that motherfucker was crazy. Do you, do you remember what they were talking? Do you remember the shit that they were talking? Donald Trump gets, Donald Trump's gonna get us in the world, get a Republican. Donald Trump's a, hyper, a, a hypothetical lie, a hypo, not hypothetical, is a, is a, is a, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call that when you're like, whatever, it's a lie, it's a, a liar, habitual, yeah, habitual, yeah, either. Yeah. And this is Republicans, man. Now here's the thing: from where I'm from, and probably where you're from, you don't say, "Yo, motherfucker, you come around my house again, I'm gonna put my foot, I'm gonna kill you and your family, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you, I hate you, I hate your family, fuck you, man, I'm killing you, motherfucker." And and just because this guy wins the election, you go, you know what? I've always wondered just how, what, how do you do your hair? You are I fully support whatever you want to do. You don't say to somebody, you don't say to your sister, don't go out with that guy. Don't go out with that guy. He's got herpes. He's got chlamydia. He's got gonorrhea. He's got all sorts of shit. Don't go out with him. And the minute the motherfucker wins an election, you don't go, um, oh, you know what? Uh, don't wear a condom. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, the poli- that's, that's the politics of power that sometimes we don't understand. Yeah. But um, I said that's the politics of power that sometimes we don't understand being the little people. But um, I, I, I tell you. We understand it. We just ignore it. And I'm going to leave it there, family. That was the uh, one of the icons in the African-American comics community and arts community, uh, Michael Davis. Uh, one of the co-founders of Milestone Media creator of Static Shop. Family, go follow him over at uh, michaeldavisworld.com, theblackpanel.com, and you can keep up with all his activities. I want to thank you so much for joining me here on the program. Uh, Go to jonathansoul.com for more episodes, my novel, and uh, you can support the people that I interviewed because I had their books up on the site too. Love you guys. Hope all your dreams come true. Till next Sunday or Wednesday, a holla. Love you guys. Peace.